today on the program. I didn't know H2O's got a sexual orientation. It's Brawl and Cell Block 99. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I'm your host, Nick. Joining me, as always, are the four show muscles that help me lift stuff. Los and Brandon. Talk correct. Or get raped. Seems unnecessary. A little bit. You gotta talk correct, bro. A little I'm, bit. I'm afraid to speak. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Welcome to the new podcast. Uh, yeah. We're just trying to introduce the new podcast we have coming. It's called Talk Correct. Talk Correct. Or Get, get raped. raped. With Los. With Los. <laughs> Jesus. Well, Bylos. Have fun with that. Bylos. Oh, Bylos? Talk correct or get raped. Bylos. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's weird how you never get any interviews. Nobody wants to come on that show. Yeah. Uh, something, t- something inter. Weird that you didn't go with when I said come on that show. You didn't go with that one. Nope. It's too obvious. <laughs> oh, okay. Low okay. hanging fruit. Low hanging fruit. I want the low hanging fruit. Do, 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 do. Tenacious D. Of course. All right. All right. Today we are talking and about a tasty cracker. We got that low hanging fruit. She wear the beekeeper suit. Yeah. This was funny is if you don't remember the words to a Tenacious D song, you could just and it totally works because that's what Jack Black does anyway. So it always fucking it's a, it's a fine feeling. Uh, anyway, today we are talking about Brawl in Cell Block 99 from 2017, written and directed again by S. Craig Zoller, the man behind the bone haunt tomahawk. Right. He wasn't sure. Uh, This is Bone Tomahawk guy? Yes, this is Bone Tomahawk guy. Yeah, Uh, that's right. Uh, God, fuck, I can't even remember Emperor Zhang or what what was his name in uh, Big Trouble in Little China there? Uh, David Lopin. Oh, yeah, Lopin. Yes, Lopin, (laughs) this is Zoller. Uh, So he actually wrote this first, but filmed, filmed Bone Tomahawk first. Okay. Uh, so anyway, we've already talked about Zoller. We we don't need to cover him again. We, we'll just we'll just hop right into the movie here. All right, guys, just gonna hop right in. Really? Yeah. What? Okay. You got you got any you got any precursors you wanna? No, man. No. I I thought you were gonna talk about all the people in there and who are these well, people? You know, <laughs> who are these people? We'll get to those people as as they pop up in the movie. You uh-huh. know, we're, we're doing that now. Uh, usually, I'll talk about the writers or the directors and what they've done, but we just did that like a few weeks ago. You know, it hadn't been that long since we talked about old Craig here, so uh, I feel we're good. I thought we took pride in this. In this, uh... Uh, yeah, but production company logos, man. There weren't any production company logos on this. Was there? There, there, were, there were a few. Didn't even have they were... fifth films or whatever. Bo Tomahawk had. Yeah, yeah, they're basic. They're basic bitch ones. Basic bitch ones, right? Yeah. I actually think our logo is of higher quality than. Yeah. So. 
After the success of Bone Tomahawk, he still doesn't even have a good fucking company behind him. So anyway, our movie opens. Uh, a car's getting towed into the, the lot of a shop, right? Yes. Big, tall, bald man steps out. He's got a cross tattooed on the back of his head. It's the first thing we see, right? Definitely doesn't look like a gang member. Not at all. There's nothing, nothing gang member looking about him. Uh, so this is Bradley Thomas. Uh, Vince Vaughn. Yes, is you're our so guy. fucking. You're being. You're like a bear. You're so. He's he's a big dude. What's he's not. Name? He's what? not ninja. He's definitely not ninja in this movie. Not, he's. It's not so fucking. Nin, ninja. ninja is stealth and agile. He is brute force. I had no idea he was such a large man. He until Vince Vaughn. I I don't know how tall he actually is. He's like six two or something. He's over six foot. He's a tall guy, but he then put on fifteen pounds of muscle. And trained in boxing. pure bulk muscle. That's right. 6'5". He's 6'5". He's a big dude. 6'5 is fucking tall. Uh, and then, so on t- put on extra 15 pounds of muscle, but also trained boxing for three months before they started filming. Yes. To help with choreography. So he, he definitely got Was big. this a factor of you getting this movie? Was the boxing at all? No. Or the fighting? No, I didn't even know. Uh, I got this one, one, because I saw Bone Tomahawk. And you loved it. And and was like, this dude makes some crazy fucking movies. But then Eric Siska from the We Hate Movies podcast made some, like, sent out some tweet about brawling cell block 99 something, something, something. And I was like, oh, made by the same guy, whatever. Let me go check that movie out. Uh, I had no idea about Vince Vaughn or the boxing or anything about it. This movie comes from 2017? Yeah. So, uh... Big old Vince Vaughn put on even so sorry getting back into my notes here so yeah he he gets out of his out of the the tow truck right and he's owner says the car's making a funny noise uh it wasn't hilarious I don't know why I wrote wasn't hilarious funny noise maybe I don't know what's going with but they're like transmission he goes transmission yeah so the boss is standing out there and there are two other guys standing behind the boss he's like yeah we need to talk and he just goes and a woman eating a banana was there a woman eating a banana yeah. Just standing in the background, eating a banana. Pushed up uh, against the building, I believe. <laughs> well, you know, you, you need some uh, symbolism, you know, some symbolism. What's the symbology behind yeah. this? <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, the boss is like, I need to co- come inside. I need to talk to you. He's like, no, you can, you can talk to me right outside here. I ain't, I ain't the office type. Yeah. I can handle bad news. I can, whatever. Am I, be, am I being laid off? Brad, I'm sorry, man. It's Bradley. Just- Bradley. Come in my office. She's standing at like one of the out here. open garage doors to the shop. I don't work in an office. I don't need to squeeze into one to hear some bad news. He put on this uh, this southern accent yeah, without he, any sort of uh, Which cause. is weird because this is Staten Island. This is filmed in Staten Island. Yeah, this is New York. Uh, I don't know. For do New York, do they least. ever really say at any point, do they say anything about a location? Like this is I don't a, think they ever mentioned location. It's a vague, vague location. They don't ever say but anything. But at one point, he changes his license plate, and it was a New York plate. Or he just takes it off or something. Well, yeah, he, but yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. one on top of another one, which he swaps over, and then he puts the camouflage uh, netting over that's it. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, he does have a very bad Southern. I think there was one it's line about- bad. About how he was born in Georgia or something. I think there's like a throwaway line somewhere about him being Georgian. I guess we'll find out. But, uh, so yeah, I, I, I don't need to be in an office. So he's like, you're being laid off. 
Uh, and he goes in to get, I got to get my stuff, right? And he can't get into his own locker. And he punches a bunch of shit. Why couldn't he get into his locker? Like, did they change the lock on it? But if you want to get rid of this guy, why would you change the lock? Wait. That didn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't at all. So he gets, And it wasn't a combination, right? It was... He had a key. Like, yeah. He's supposed to have yeah. a key. Yeah. And so he asked for bolt cutters, so now you just fucked up your new lock. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And then he gets his box of stuff, walks out to his car very peacefully, and leaves. So, like, you just... What what the fuck was the point of all of that? Hey, he's a big, intimidating man. Maybe they yeah. thought he was just going to cause a ruckus. Well, congratulations. He did have that conversation with, uh, I guess it was one of the mechanics over his car. Uh, right before he left. Right. And he was like, oh, you know, if, if work picks up, you know, we'll give you a call. And he was like, ah, that's exactly what we said to the last guy or something, but yeah. thanks. You know? Yeah, that dude was, like, trying to be all optimistic, and he's like, yeah, I'm not, fi- yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not stupid. I know what all this means. Yeah. So, I love the dude. <laughs> oh, he asked him, are you okay? And he goes, eh, south of okay, north of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, he he has some. That's how you know he's southern because he's always yeah. got a nice. He's always got a nice little uh, colloquialism instead yeah. of a straight answer. Yeah, so he's driving home, and there's a weird thing. Like he's sitting at a stoplight, and this other fucking car pulls up to him. And there's a they make a big deal about him looking over at these two obvious gangbangers, bad dudes mm-hmm. in this other car that look back at him, and they look at each other, and then the other car drives off, and I'm like. In this scene, well, because reading the the premise of the movie and everything, you know, he ends up going to jail and everything. And I was like, okay, here's what happens. Like, get into some sort of a race because he's mad. I thought he was going to race. Altercation, and he kills one or just something where he gets arrested. But no. Nope. Not this time. And this happens several times throughout the movie. I think, oh, this is going to be it. There are plenty of times he just stops at a stoplight and a car pulls up next to him. You're like, what? Oh nothing like why why are you doing the stoplight thing so many times yeah the stoplight thing means you do something that's that's what the stoplight thing means and it didn't even lead anywhere like those characters are nowhere else is it just him like i don't know a way to show that he's always like right on the edge of the criminal element or something Probably. i don't know what it is but i was like yeah is this setting something up he just looks at these guys and they look back and, and then nothing He's in what, like a Trans Am, right? He's Camaro in a, or something. Yeah, and they 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 pull away, and he sits there and watches them drive off, and then he goes about his way, and he gets home. So he's, yeah, he's in a I don't know what that is, Trans Am uh, something. Yeah, what is that? That's a Corvette. But, no, not a Corvette. No, no, no. no I think that's like, like a Pontiac a, Trans Am. Yeah, Trans Am. So he gets home, <laughs> and, he, and he so he park he parks on the street, and he sees his wife's car sitting in the driveway, and she's in it, right? Doing something. It was hard to kind of make out, but he knows something's up. And now you also see this house is a, you know, smaller. Or tiny, two, tiny little. Yeah, it's not a big house, which changes in the future. Then yes, the it does definitely change in the future. This is like a single story, probably a one bedroom, little, two little bedroom bitty house. Max, two, three bedroom max, small bed, small um, bedrooms. So he sees the wife in the car. Something's going on. So he walks over. <clears throat> His wife is Lauren, Lauren Thomas. She's played by Jennifer Carpenter from I, Dexter. I remember She's been her in, from a few things. Deborah been Morgan. in a few things, but always always will be Deborah Morgan from Dexter. She wanted to have sex with her brother. She did want to fuck her serial killer fuck brother. Um, well, I mean, my, <laughs> like, eh. Michael C. I mean, Hall 
He well, was it's, he was pretty fucking hot in that show. They're not biological, yeah. so, so no, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's totally yeah. cool. It's the illusion it's, of brothers. It's not, it's not incest. Yeah. We're, well, there's no blood relation here. It's totally fine. You're not. I wasn't Joe Dirt. I'm not really your sister. Yeah, we can have sex if you want. <laughs> I'm your sister. I'm your sister. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just yeah. That I just threw yeah, that one in there. Um, so anyway, she's like, "Why are you home early? Give me your phone." Yeah. And oh, so, wait, he sees the, the, the love mark. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And he gets the phone, and she just finally fuck and says, I've been having an affair. You got fired? He's looking oh, yeah, at her neck right now. On the neck. Give me your cell phone. He's really calm, really collective. Uh, he, for now. Right? And then he... Oh, no, he asks for her to get out, and then fucking bashes yep. the top. And he... Uh, dick move. Emptying out the purse on the, the driveway. I everything. I get the phone, and then yeah, here she's just like could have just reached in. And he's looking through the phone. Knows the password. I've been seeing somebody. I've been oh, seeing. She, so she just comes. Clean. Yeah. I mean. So anyway, he makes her go inside. Get inside. Get inside. Just get inside. Well, and again, at this point, it's like, oh shit, he's gonna beat the fuck out of her. Yeah. This is how he gets this arrested. This is how he gets arrested. Nope. 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 So. Yeah, he does punch the top of the car. As you he just punches that the window like three or four so, times. So then she goes inside, <laughs> and here where he here comes the good stuff. He destroys her car. He punches out the window, rips the rearview mirror off, and throws that. Tears the fucking hood yeah. right off, off yeah. of the car. And then here's the weird thing. Here's a weird, weird fucking thing. Like I, I related to this because it takes me exactly point one seconds to go from normal Nick to Hulk. Like at work when something's not going right or when I'm pissed. And what, what I want is to break immediately. I just want Hulk smash. So there's a point where he like punches out the headlight and then sits there and like digs and tries to pull the bolt out. And he's like struggling with it and struggling with it. No. At some point when you you're in stop. a destructive rage, you don't want to sit there and fuck with something that's going to cause he you starts, more destructive rage. Something. Yeah. Like, no, you want to break shit. Go for the easy breakable stuff. You don't like... Fuck with the headlight for a while. That made it no, was a weird thing to go. Yeah, for. No, it was so weird. He punched Ow. out the 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 frame over the and, and then like and then like sat there and pulled the bulb out <laughs> and then just dropped it on the ground. I was like, what was the point? What satisfaction do you get from that in your rage? That makes no fucking sense. It doesn't make sense. It's like the scene from Dumb and Dumber with the the chef. He reaches in and grabs his heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he puts right? it in like, a doggy bag. But, like, what? You pulled out one of the headlights of this car. That's not the chef's heart, Vince Vaughn. Like, you did nothing. <laughs> that was, like, ripping the hood off? Yes. I'm with you on that. Punching a window out? Yes. That is Hulk smash energy. That's what I'm talking about. Breaking the headlight? Yes. yes. But reaching in to pull all that And then spending all that, all that time? No. Man, you, you, you wasted it. You wasted it. That plastic of that headlight, I feel like that one would cut him up way worse, I think. Yeah. And that's some, some sort of like too. easy tempered glass. It just sort of shatters, but like that stuff is like it would probably come off and shred. Uh, oh, sure, yeah, oh. it would fuck his hand. Oh, so would the window he punched through would would. So anyway, they sit and talk. How long's it been going on? It's been for a few months. Serious? No. Why'd you do it? Oh, I was sad. You've been out late, and we don't talk anymore. And blah blah blah. Ever blah, since blah. you shaved your head, I'm scared yeah. of you. <laughs> Saved your head and got that tattoo on the back. I don't know. No, you've uh, never talked so, about God once, but all of a sudden so, now it's Jesus. This, Jesus yeah. That. Every time I come home from work and I hear you upstairs, just just aggressively praying. Oh God! Oh 
Jesus! Oh God! Oh Jesus! I just assumed you was praying. I just thought I just thought you'd really love the Lord. That's why. Well, you don't understand. That's why I got the tattoo on the back of my yeah. head. Yeah, I was like, she loves Jesus. That well, why would he get on the back of? She's not going to see the back of his head. I mean, that's that's a weird sexual position if it's on the back of his head. How's that? That would be a weird. I don't even know how that would work. Playing uh, gymnastics, trying to. Yeah. You see, you're not from the south. <laughs> ah, that's what uh, it's the Us old brother the sister position. I don't know the old Georgia tornado. You don't huh? know the old Georgia pagan. Pagan. Yeah, well, it's not like the pagans, you know, up there. But don't tell them about you put on a strap on and you peg me. <laughs> oh, pegging. Yeah, not pagan. The Georgian pagan. Uh. good old fashioned. All right. All right. So anyway, he asked. I feel like I'm financially inside of you or something. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So anyway, yeah, he's also like, "Have you fallen off the wagon? No, have you? No." So she kind of looked like she had. Yeah, and we get so we get a lot of shit in this scene. They're both in recovery. Little bit of dialogue. We get a whole lot of exposition, which is great. I love how this worked out. Uh, He has this whole story about when he goes to the corner store. There are three different creamers, but the signs always turn around, and he always wants the fucking regular creamer, regular cream. but he always gets the fake shit no matter what, and he thinks relationships are kind of like that. Eventually, you got to get the right one, right? And whatever. But, yeah, so we get, we get they've been unhappy. He also talks about we need to try again. So they've tried once for a kid. Uh, I think it was a miscarriage. Like, they didn't have mm-hmm. it. Uh, and they're both in recovery. That's another thing. So, yeah. Uh, finding out she's been having an affair instead of, like, fuck you, get out. Like, he actually talks, like, okay, we need to start over. We need to try again. We can... we can. He loves her. He loves her, and he wants... He, let's do this right. I, I don't have this shit job anymore, so I'm going to go be a mule. Just, just for... You going to sell drugs? No. I'm just going to... Just going to move packages. For a friend. For a friend. For a friend. That's all I'm doing. Uh, just for a bit. And, you know, let's try to have another kid. Let's, let's get back to us, is what he's saying. And so now we cut to 18 months later. Which I, I, I must have looked away for a moment, and I never saw the 18 months later. And I assume that this was a, <clears throat> a flashback to when he was working with Gil. Ah. Uh. Uh. So I was like getting that's like, like what the fuck because the house is all different like maybe something yeah. <laughs> happened it got him to this little point I was like oh here we go again with the fucking showing us a little bit of the end and then let's go back to the very beginning instead of just going to the fucking very beginning yeah you had this again on uh, fuck what was that other movie where you mis- or you read it misread it where it said like three months later but you read three months earlier uh, yeah or something. that was uh, I can't remember Bone Tomahawk I think the other Zoller movie. <laughs> It was when he down. was going to bury the fat. Every Zoller movie, you misread. Uh, he's not ever Tarantino-ing and jumping around timeline-wise. That's, that's so funny. So, Two movies in a row. There you go. <laughs> uh, 18 months later, so he's walking down this hallway, goes into a super secure room, right? They have the little, like, fucking sliding tray system, like when you're checking in at prison. Not that I know what that's like. Uh, or a bank. Oh, yeah, a bank. That's what I should have gone with or, first. Or, you know, a gas station at <laughs> 2 in the morning. Yeah, the ones that don't open. You have to go up to the guy and be like, I want a Red Bull. He goes, what kind? Just get me a fucking Red Bull. God damn it. Do you want, what color do you want? Yeah, just, just, just let me in there and I'll pick my own fucking Red Bull. I got yellow. I got red. I got 
blue. I got regular. I got just a just a regular fucking regular eight, red. Eight, I just just a regular eight point four ounce sugar free Red Bull. <laughs> sugar free in color? The, no, God, the red color? no, no, God damn it, the fuck, and then. So anyway, he makes the drop. The guy checks the product, sends the money through, whatever. Blah blah blah. Great. And now he's got this nice new car. Yeah. He drives down this path, uh, a path, not even a road, not even like a dirt road, like a a worn path in the grass is essentially what he's driving down. Right. Takes the plates off, like you were talking about. Puts them in the trunk of the car. Covers it. And then walks up to the super nice house. Big old nice house. So they have definitely upgraded. Yeah. And he walks in, and she's in the kitchen, super prego. Very prego. Like. About to burst almost. Like super belly prego. And arms still skinny as fuck. She, yeah. Apparently Jennifer Carpenter is one of those who still looks emaciated except the belly. All of her pregnancy settles Purely in the belly, and only the belly. And well, every be a- every other woman who's ever been pregnant in the world goes, fuck you. <laughs> but, uh, so he's mad at her because she shouldn't be in the kitchen while shouldn't she's be pregnant. Cutting, handling a knife. Definitely shouldn't be handling a knife because she might miss a doing? carrot and skid into her own belly or something. What happens after you buy the groceries, but before you eat them? I don't want you handling a knife right now. Please, put that down. I am confident. What if you cut yourself and started bleeding and passed out? Spill boiling water or something? How come you let me work in the kitchen of perils before I was pregnant? Because you're resilient. Well, we're just going to eat takeout for Just slap her ass. I can grill things. Oh, he's such a caring Anyway, so he picks her up, which, again, to show how super strong Bradley Thomas is, he picks her up fucking wedding night style. Yep. Well, she probably okay, weighs about ninety nine pounds. Well, but nine like she obviously looks nine months pregnant. Like she fucking should have had that baby two days ago, and just carries her up the stairs and then stops at the nursery. It's like, oh look, without colors, we need to get some good blinds because there's too much light in this room and stands too much talking sunlight about, this time while of day. still holding this woman. And then we're gonna now we're gonna go fuck. That's right. That's right. That's hey, right, my friend. Pregnant ladies need to need sex too. Just, I mean, you still, it's fine, and I, I like that. It's yeah, like they're still a super loving couple. I just wanted to cuddle. <laughs> just wanted to cuddle. He definitely did not just want to cuddle. <laughs> he was going for goal, is what he B&B. was going for. Uh, so. But he gets, so they get to the bedroom and he gets the call and he's like, "Oh, I gotta go." She's like, "Gil, yeah, okay." And so now she's like, "Well, now I'm upstairs and I've got to walk down yeah. on my <laughs> on my super pregnant lady feet and continue doing what I was doing anyway." She already said you, her feet hurt. Yeah, fuck. You stupid fuck. If you're gonna bring me up here, at least fucking bang me but no now you brought me up here and you just made it more difficult now i gotta go back down and cut carrots and my feet hurt you asshole god damn it bradley thomas what a fuck 
No one ever sees that side. Everyone sees the good part right? of this guy, how nice he is, and how, how much he loves Jesus. Didn't, didn't see how he just let could have carried her back down the fucking stairs, strong man. Here, baby doll, I'll give you a ride. Guess what? You got to walk back down the stairs to go to Gil's house. Fucking carry her back down at least, you piece of shit. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so we get to Gil's house. Gil is played by Mark Black Lucas. Lucas. Lucas, I think, as I say it. He's playing pool. He's telling me he's got a new dealer come by. He's like, I got some I got some of your faggy seltzer water, and this is where we get our opening line of I didn't I didn't know that water had a sexual orientation. Uh, but it, yeah, new dealer coming by. We got Eliezer. Eliezer comes down. With these two goons. Well, they hear the knock at the door, and Jill. You is hear the, a whole bunch of steps. And he's like, "Sounds like there's a group of them." And yeah. again, another point in this movie is like, "Oh fuck, it's a setup. They're about to get raided. You're going to get arrested. He's going to jail." Nope, not this nope. time. Now we get Eleazar and his two goons. One of which is normal human size, and the other is the <laughs> jolly green giant size. And like you hear like tons of. And his name was Roma, and he has the deepest voice in the world. Yeah. Anybody want a peanut? Exactly. Yes, I was about to do that <laughs> same line. He sounds like Andre the Giant. He's uh yeah Andre Andres the Giant, uh, and he's a big dude. So. Anyway, Vaughn's like, no, this guy's using. And Eliezer says, no, I've been checking him. He's been clean for at least two months. I check my guys now. Don't worry about it. He's like, I got a bad feeling. I'm not going to do this. Uh, Gil's like, you're going to do it. You have to do it. Tell you what, uh, I'll give you two months off when your daughter is born. He goes, make it three. Okay. Deal. I like making deals with you, Gil. So... Who, I'm going to make a deal with a fucking drug dealer and think that... Well, this, that's what they do. Yeah. yeah they, they make deals. Do. That's really, You'd imagine they're good at it, right? Literally in the name, uh, <laughs> job title. Yeah, it is in the job title. It's literally the description. So then we cut, and he's laying in bed with his wife, with Jennifer Carpenter. And uh, he's counting down that she's asleep, and he's like rolled over, and he's touching her belly, right? And he's, oh, 97 days. You know, he's like got his countdown. He's so excited to be a dad finally because their last chance failed. He, you know, he's got the countdown. He's... It's so fun. He's very... Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just cute because usually it's the mother that's uh, excited about that. Oh, we're eight and a half months along and we're this. And the guy's like, yeah, okay, just let me know when it's like, oh, when shit it's time. moment and all. Yeah. So, I'll get I mean, you there. It just, it's just cute that he's that excited about being a dad, you know? And so now they're they're going on the job, right? They're at the docks. Now, real quick, oh. I want you to listen to the Foley art of oh, how yeah. they're walking. And I want you to yeah. I want you to see if this even sounds like the surface they're supposed to be Dude's walking. Dude's walking on. on a dock, right? They're on yeah. a dock. It's like heartbeats to me. Hold right here. No, but docks have a heavy thud, heavy echo. Yeah. For where I was listening to it, now it sounds a lot different in this in these years, but I had my my big monitors in there playing. I like to make it sound like it's the movie theater and shit. And it sounded just like his heartbeat was like Well, I did notice in the scene where he's carrying her upstairs, um, the folly, like with the footsteps, it's off. Half step, like it doesn't sync up. Yeah, I I didn't, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't that way. I just too enraptured in the story, or I was too pissed off about him 
carrying then, around a fucking <laughs> pregnant woman. And then you like watch their legs to try to see if it matches up with the sound. And, like, there are three three big guys, and you do not hear three different sets of footsteps in there. That's for sure. Unless they're all walking in unison, which I. I hear two. You can kind of hear a lighter one in the background, but basically you hear two. So anyway, anyway, the they're dock. they're at the docks. He's like stops before they get on the boat, takes the guns, you know, throws. So, so you don't shoot them. an innocent tarp. Yeah, throws the guns into the water. And shit. Yeah, right. And Roman, Roman's being a fucking weird guy. So they get on Gill's boat, which was the I can't I can't remember the name of it. I Let's see if I can. Uh, I can't, hey, I, Gringo, this yours? Oh. This is nice. Yeah, is this yours? No, this is Gill's. And it's like the the I don't remember what the name of it was. Fucking lowest denominator or some stupid shit. I'll have it here. In a um. So anyway, they 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 drive the boat out, right? Drive lazy, out a little ways. The lazy. Oh, they have the lazy something. The lazy uh, truck. That's what a shitty name for a boat. Yeah, they they go out in the small. But at least it's not one of those. Like cliche ones, like you know, uh, yacht, yacht happens or yacht happens. <laughs> Yachty make yacht face. Yeah, right there you go. Or uh, I'd rather see life's fishing. a life's a beach, life's a breeze, something. Or the one in Lethal Weapon, uh, Danny Glover's boat is code, whatever the code is for lunch. Like essentially, lunch break <laughs> is the name of his boat. Code. You've got, uh, code 447 or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. But yeah, his his boat name is Code for Lunch. Seize the Day. Yeah. Seize the Day. Did you just Google shitty boat names? Second Win. Okay. Okay. Second that makes me think of uh, earlier this morning, I was watching a Stallone movie. <laughs> exactly. That I had never heard of. And it was on Amazon, just scrolling along Prime. And there it was. I was like, wait, wh- I've never even heard of it. This, no, I've got to remedy, remedy this now, right fucking now. It's called Avenging Angelo. He's, uh, <laughs> he's a, a security, he's, a, he's the, the tough for a mob boss, right? And the mob boss dies, and he ends up being the protector for the mob boss's daughter. Uh, so at one point, he kills a guy and is carrying the corpse over his shoulder, and the daughter's like, hey, are you Catherine? And he's trying to hide the fact because... He doesn't want her to know mob shit, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the corpse keeps farting. And we've got like 10 straight minutes of fart jokes. <laughs> and he gets into like it back into his room and he has the corpse stuffed under the bed. And she comes in and is talking to him. And there's all this farting going on, like continuous farting. And I'm like, how am I watching the Stallone movie? <laughs> She's trying to talk, and there's just farts, like fully artist, loud fucking farts. <laughs> and he's like, we've got squirrels. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, uh, they, they eat a lot to uh, store up for the, for the long winter, and then they get, they get stuck in the walls. And then uh, the only way to get out of the walls, you know, is to, uh, to decrease their size, which uh, leads to the passage of the windage, <laughs> which he says, which sounds like a Polly Shore line. But passage, passage of the windage, and this is a real thing in a real Stallone movie where we make like a whole fucking thing about fart. Anyway, just fart jokes. So, <laughs> fucking, whatever the fuck are we? So yeah, the, the the smaller of the goons, not Roman, the big guy, the smaller goon dives in, 
So Vaughn and the big guy are standing on the boat. And finally, this, he goes down and he gets this trunk, you know, and pulls it back up and they get the trunk on board. So he they're opening it up and digging out guns and all this shit and all the stuff that was in this trunk, right? Wasn't it weird that he, like, cut off a chain that looked like like this thing was it looked like this trunk was sinking but it was attached with a a chain uh to a buoy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he cut it, some kind of marker and then it rose right. to the top. Now, doesn't that seem odd to you? Uh, did it like ex- uh, now inside of it was an expanded Yeah, raft. like an air mm-hmm. air but, at any point. point does that did you guys see that thing being latched open or he just like he Well, maybe as it. the chain came down and wrapped around it on the bottom of that chain was a well, it was weighted. Weight yeah, it was yeah. weighted, obviously. So when he cut the chain... Because the chest, especially with that inflatable, whatever it was, made it more buoyant than what it was. So and when he so cut the chain, chain had to weigh it, it down. The, the it, weight stayed. Yeah. And came the, off the, trunk the and chest it. rose because it was more buoyant. It wanted to, to float. Yeah, so we cut the The scientific up. explanation is that it displaced no, it, the see, same that, amount of water or more amount more water than what its uh, mass. But that, that chain was taut under it. Right, because it's wanting to float, and the weight holding it down is more than the force that that's wanting to rise. So if it's so, wanting okay, to rise... It's like the string on a balloon. Yeah, now, you know, all he exactly did was cut it. the string on the balloon. Now, let me go back here. I'm, I'm watching footage. I, I'm seeing footage in the real time. You're live footage. Live okay, footage live here, footage folks. Here, live live footage. on the air. Now, this guy, he goes to it, and it doesn't look like there's any chain on top. So it actually looks like it's being it's sunk. So it's actually floating right now. And then he cuts from underneath, which I, I thought it was on top of the chain. Yeah, no, he cuts underneath. Uh, on top of so the So the chain's thing. on the bottom. So, yeah, and it makes sense that it rises up. Yeah. Um, that was my bad from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, so. All right. No, we got it. We got to sort this out. Otherwise, we get those angry tweets. People fucking calling us off shit. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So they get the shit. They head back. They park the boat. Blah 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 blah. Walking back to the car. Uh, Vince Vaughn gets the feeling. He gets the, he gets his gut feeling. He's like, no, no, let's ditch dump it. The stuff. We'll come back. Like, dump it. We'll come back. No, no, no. I don't want to do this. Whatever. I can't. I can't even get low enough for this guy's voice. Uh, but so they kind of scuffle a little bit, but then cops come racing in. Yeah. No, I'm. No, They punch him up. Still, I'm Vince Vaughn so hasn't done shit. Ninja, dude. No, no ninja happened at all. Yeah, you hear all the cars coming around from the block. Yeah, but like, so it's funny. How does he get this? Not feeling? even funny. Like they run off. They grab the bags and run off. And he's slowly walking after him, and then the cops come up, and the, by the time he gets up, like, off of the, the little dock, the co- they're in a full-on shootout between yeah. the cops and these two guys, and he just stops, turns around, and walks away. Calmly. Yeah, I would have been like, yep, he just He's just, like, dipping out. But then he stops and pulls his gun out, and he's like, God damn it. Because he didn't like those guys in the first place. And now well, they're- no, but they're, they're in a shootout with the cops. They're going to lose. Just let it go. Get oh, out. But did you hear that? Um, one of the cops said, we need help. They made that pretty loud. Uh, uh, like, we need help. And he stops right as he hear, hears that. And that's when he turns around and he's like, well, I'm a good old fancy Georgia George good old man. Georgia boy. Well, yeah, the movie like, really does hit and try to focus on that. He does have high morals. Like the, the detective who takes him in, he's like, you know, I can tell you've got a good moral compass. And I think, yeah, yeah they try to play on that. 
So yeah, but you're a drug dealer. You, no, you he's but he's got standards. Delivering packages for a friend is yeah, all. Don't he's pretend like you don't but know. He, you fucking he didn't want mother. to go with these guys anyway. He yeah. said at Gill's house, I don't trust these guys. I don't want to do it. He's only doing this because he's promised time off when his daughter's born. Yeah, from uh, time off from slanging drugs. Yeah, well. Massive amounts. Massive amounts of drugs. <laughs> Enough to kill uh, $3.2 million, as we find out later. So anyway, he decides, all right. He turns back, gets his gun out, shoots the small goon, takes him yeah. out, uh, and then dives into the water because the big guy's fucking chucking grenades around and shit as yeah, well. Yeah, we need to talk about that. So, like, he throws one at the cop cars. And Under whatever. the cop car, like, maybe 10 feet away, and it's just a little it tiny, goes, poof, <laughs> little tiny explosion. Now, uh, I'm, so, not a, I'm not a grenade expert, but I'm going to call bullshit on that. Wait, I don't think they're that, that explosive as much as you make it. I think that was pretty tasteful because, I mean, it's, if I assume if it's a shrapnel style. Right, it's not about the explosion, it's about the shrapnel, the shrapnel shooting. Well, out, so, it's it, not going to be that big of a boom. Because the inside and of that. if it's underneath a car. The inside of the sphere is scored. So that when it like explodes, it shrapnels, and that's like the that's the point of a grenade. Yeah, it's not uh, a it's not a blast so grenades. much. I always imagine the explosion be a little bit bigger. It probably would be. Maybe the car took the brunt of it. Fair enough. I, I mean, know. I guess they do make a point when you know, like when somebody jumps on a grenade, like it does, kind of save the group, the people immediately around. I mean, right. but that's the shrapnel. But yeah, they they take it all. Yeah, it's uh, just so. Yeah. So Vaughn drops into the water, takes out the small guy, jumps into the water, dives like, into it. Yeah, and and is swimming around. He's trying to climb up the piers, you know, yeah. and they're all covered in in. A, it looks like the fucking dudes from Pirate of the Caribbean two. The way their faces were all covered in that sea shell barnacles, fucking barnacles, shit. shit gunk. So basically, Vince Vaughn's trying to climb up a guy from Pirates two <laughs> with the barnacles, yeah. <laughs> Davy Jones's locker type of dude. And then another grenade comes down and lands in the water next to him, and he tries to, like, jump away from it, and it goes off. Now, do they know he's down there? No. Or did it just no, roll No, 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 that was just an accidental did thing. you hear somebody say something before it drops in? Let's see if we hear it. It's just indistinct shouting, indistinct shouting. Come on, wrap trying your feet around it. Up, trying to climb up Davy Jones's face here. Climbing up Davy Jones. Oh, that's uh, no. We're already past it because he's getting up on the. He's getting up on the fucking dock now. Oh, okay. That... So already past. But the grenade comes down and it blows up in the water next to him as he's trying to dive away. So when he does get back up on the dock, he's like pulling chunks of shrapnel out of his foot. Yeah, which does come into play later. So he's got he's got a wounded foot, um, and then he also sneaks back around and shoots Roman, and then gets arrested. Roman's the uh, Roman's the big. The big doesn't dude. kill him Roman's though, right? The, no, doesn't okay. kill him. Just takes him down, and the cops get control. And even oh, though that shrapnel from his foot came from that grenade, yes. But he was un, was he underwater when that happened? He but he was right next to it. Like it fell right next to him, and he like kind of tried to jump. And but you're in water. You're not jumping. You're not yeah. moving fast anywhere. Uh, luckily, neither is the shrapnel. That's why I didn't take his foot completely off. Yeah, I mean, if it's close enough, you're still going to catch still, a few it, shards. It's still stuck in his foot. So, uh, so he gets arrested. And then now we're in an interrogation room. The guy comes in. He wants to help him, right? He's like, you say, well, I saw the video. There were cameras there. You, you did the work. You saved those cops' lives. Mm-hmm. 
So I can tell, as you were saying, good moral compass. I know, man, whatever, whatever reason you have for being there, you're a good dude. Just tell me who you're working for and you'll be okay because you saved cops' lives. Like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> You want type, to take care like, of you. You look like a type that flies an American flag. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got two. I've got two. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, because at first, he, he he points at a flag. He's like, does that bother you? He goes, no, I've got one above my front door. And then later he goes, you look like the guy that's got more than one. Oh, right. I've got two, actually, yeah. So he's trying to be like, dude, he like you you did the right thing here. You did. And all you've got to do is give us a name, and you'll be okay. No, nope, I ain't no snitch. I ain't, I ain't no, no snitch, snitch, bitch. And yeah. he, he's he's being fucking stupid. <laughs> like, are you that loyal to Gil? Because fuck Gil, man. Say Eleazar did it. There and you, you get a slap on the wrist. Like, he was willing to accept the seven years he ends up getting. You probably would have got one or two and been fucking Fine. Yeah, the the Jesus. cop makes the comment that he's like, you know, every now and then it's like I end up across the table from somebody who could have just as easily been on this side. Yeah. You know? So, like, he knows and he can tell and he's really like, dude, really trying. Help me help you. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't no snitch. Well, then you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, and, and this is, is what got me because I guess the next scene is where he's in front of the judge. Uh he he had made he had alluded to the the uh, sentences well, before we get to the judge one real quick during the interrogation still before mm-hmm. you do that so, uh, the guy's talking like you know what happens to guys in your position and he's like uh, I do know that the system is more harsh on guys with drugs than guys that are bad to women and children does that seem fair to you yeah he yeah. says that to the cop which is cool uh, anyway sorry back to drug yeah Africans actually serve those sentences I'm aware that the system is harder on guys that distribute drugs than it is on men who commit acts of violence against women and children. Do you think that's fair? Yeah. You ever see a man with meth mouth? <laughs> meth mouth. <laughs> yeah, and he did earlier so in the scene. Anyway, the, the, back to the Larry. judge, Brandon, as you were trying to say. I'm well, sorry to info. I know what he, uh, he had alluded to, you know, he, he's aware of the punishment like four to five years or whatever. Uh, for the judge, in front of the judge, he pleads Nolo contendere i guess and that's no contest right. so you're not even like but then he ends up getting seven like normally that's like if you just let them go like four or five but yet he gave him more and he didn't yeah. even put it like i just thought that it was makes really no weird. fucking sense at all how he ends up with seven when they're talking like four to five yeah it doesn't make any sense so because of like this guy's look i mean so there was a is a black judge we got the skinhead looking guy. With the cross. And it says, sucks that there's no a cross. The cross is a is a white power symbol. Not not necessarily that one not specifically. That one, but they have, they but have a cross. They do mm-hmm. have a cross. So uh, you gonna you gonna cut hairs here? This guy can't because yeah. he's a well, skinhead. He doesn't have any. <laughs> you gonna try to cut? You're gonna try, <laughs> get cut him. hairs here. Got him. Oh. I have a theory that uh, Vince Vaughn is trying to become the new Bruce Willis, a la Ooh. Die Hard. But there's a few similarities. Okay, but here's the thing, and we'll get in because we've got four of the five diehards Damn right. in the rewatch. Because <laughs> Damn right. Four and five are terrible, but at least four is watchable and laughable. Five is unwatchable. <laughs> but 
One, two, three, he's just doing the little super crow's nest fucking right. bald in guy look. By four and five, he's full on bald. I feel that's the line with the Die Hard movies. He's got to have he, a little bit of hair. When he goes full bald, all of a sudden he's superhuman. He surfs on a fighter jet in that fourth one. He fucking he stands on the wing of a flying jet. <laughs> he does. And then when it wrecks, well, it was crashing. he slides down it. Slides down it like a dude from the fucking what? 80s movie Rad. It's <laughs> goddamn terrible. So it goes beyond just, I'm a regular dude in this situation. Like, one, two, and three are all about, and that's what makes them great. And yeah, once you get bald Bruce Willis, awful. So if he's going for bald Bruce Willis die hard, then Vince Vaughn is fucking up. He's going, <laughs> he going wrong, is what I'm saying. So anyway... Uh, he years. has a line, I know what I did, and I know what the sentence is going to be. It's done. His wife comes and talks to him. He says, don't come to the hearing, but I want to support you. No, I don't give a fuck. You just stay home. Well, I'll bring our daughter to visit you. No, I don't want her to know any about this. When I get out in seven years, uh, I'll tell her whatever when makes she can sense, understand. blah, 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 blah. And I'll tell her what she's old enough to understand. He basically just... Sorry, you don't get any say in what your life is going to be. I am laying out exactly what you're going to do and exactly how it's going to be handled, and this is what's going to be. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm like, dude, that that tiny little gal with this scary, like, old, like he's the scary man in general, and you'd never know when he's about to crack, and you yeah. just have to always treat him the way he because. Wants he treated, has a past. He we keep hearing about his past. We know he's on the wagon and whatever. We don't know. I mean, we find out eventually what he's capable of, but it's just always like, what is he capable of? He destroyed of? that car, that poor he innocent car. Ripped the fucking hood straight <laughs> off of a car. He ripped out the the wires of the headlight. Oh, yeah. He took the bulb out of that headlight. <laughs> that. Those are cheap, bro. Those are supposed to last years, so they make them pricey. All the other damage he did to it, it was still like street street legal. But once he fucked up that headlight, oh like yeah, that, that, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make too. sure you get pulled over, bitch. <laughs> There's no way she's gonna drive this car now. <laughs> you better not drive at night, slut. <laughs> so yeah, she's like, "I'll wait for you," and he's like, yeah, "I hope so." Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's didn't work out it. too well last time, but all right. Probably or he's like, that's the plan or something in that so, what he says? Huh? Doesn't he say, like, that's the plan or something like yeah. that? <laughs> I'll name my prison bitch after you. Yeah. I, I'll try <laughs> to wait for you, but, you know, the sisters in Shawshank might have a plan. I don't know. I'll, I'll try. Yeah. I'll do yeah. my best. Yeah. I'm going to give you something to swallow. <laughs> Anybody get to you yet, boy? <laughs> I mean, is anyone getting to oh you Oh, my yet? God. By the time we finally get to Shawshank, <laughs> we're going to have nothing left. That tank is going to be empty. It may be just full of drops like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Most of them are going to be bogs. So, uh, all right. So now he's on the bus going into jail, right? And uh, there's a dude talking about, I wish we'd go into that prison in Austria. So there is a prison in Austria that's very nice. And very it's nice. Very, very nice. Uh, but it's more about rehabilitation than punishment. There's another one in Norway that does the same thing. Uh, so anyway, he's talking about that, and I have fucking excellent line for Vince Vaughn. Uh, you should aim higher with your wishes. <laughs> like, I wish we were going to this other prison. 
maybe wish for not, not going prison? to prison or something <laughs> like you yeah, should aim higher. Yeah, but wouldn't that wishes? be a realistic wish? You know, uh, you're not getting out. So, you know, why not wish yeah, to but be at a better I place? I mean, if you're wishing, you can wish, wishes can be fucking anything. So I wish it, I wasn't going to prison or I, you know. Yeah. You know how uh, Brian Frangie, what's his I name? I wish I was Julie Andrews spinning around in a field in The Sound of Music. That would be super freeing. You know that, uh, what's his name, Brian? Brian from, Frangie from Unbelievable Podcast. Yeah, he said, remember that? It was like during the gin episodes where he would talk about like he doesn't like pe- when people say I wish something mm-hmm. because like he thinks that maybe there are gins and you get three wishes, but he'll literally take them whenever you say I wish. He says I'll never say it because what if that is a wish? Yeah, and I don't want to. Have you seen the Wishmaster movies? No. Oh my god! I mean, in the they're, rewatch, they're terrible. They're not in the rewatch. Mm-hmm. They aren't. We got a ways to go. Maybe I'll break down and get to them. But there's Wishmaster and Wishmaster Two, and they wish are Master. they are. Uh, they're like B movie horror. It's 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 terrible how awful and shit. It, but yeah, like one guy's like, oh yeah, yeah, you you grant wishes, you're a genie. All right, well, I wish that my lawyer would fuck himself. So then you cut to the lawyer, and like the lower half of his body spins around so that he can fuck himself. He can literally fuck himself. It's lawyer yeah, fucked me. So the the wishmaster <laughs> movies really do that. Didn't do it. Lawyer fucked me. Lawyer fucked me. So anyway. You go fit in right in well. Should aim higher with your wishes. Only so now, now he's in line. Now he's in line to check in, right? <laughs> Where? Bradley Thomas. Proceed. So, yeah, eventually they get into a... Oh, uh, yeah, that's... So he gets into the line where there's a dude sitting behind the glass, much like Frank Oz and Blues Brothers. Exactly. And like if that. you do anything wrong, if you look at him wrong, if you fart, if you pull a Stallone and fart, back of the line. You got to get back. And he doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't matter to him. And the guy behind the... And what a voice he has on Behind the, the glass that, that is Fred Malamed. Fred Malamud, the from? bartender from Bone Tomahawk. Oh, who is it for real? Fred Malamud, the guy I who Fred Malamud has been in, I think literally every movie ever fucking made. Granted, that's an exaggeration, but the dude's filmography is insane. And as I said during the Bone Tomahawk episode, he's been in like fucking everything. Look up pictures of him. Look at his filmography. You'll recognize him. But somehow. S. Craig Zoller got to talk to him. He's like, I want you to be in every movie I make. And he's made three movies so three. far. And so far, Fred Malamed has been in all three of them. All right. So here he is as the guy checking in. And and Bradley Thomas gets up there and, and it gives him an attitude about turning his ring over. So get to the back of the line. And he has to Do go to the back of the line. for the ring? A receipt, receipt for no. the ring. Put it in there. Why? Inmates are not allowed to possess any jewelry, which is a value of more than $75. What's well, made out of stainless steel? Don't... I'm neither a metallurgist nor a jeweler. I cannot attest to its value. Relinquish it now. So, he, he does it, but very unwillingly. 
Yeah. Well, and then I think what, what's leaning? the nail in the caution is he closes. Yeah, he closes it a little too hard. And it it doesn't look like he even did it that hard. No. That's what threw me off. No, he doesn't. And you see that guy jolt. He's like, oh. That, that dude, this is the, that's all this dude does is sit there and check people in. So any, any little thing he can do to be high on his own power. This is power gonna. trip, like definition oh, sure. of a oh, power trip. Oh, did you trip. slam that door? Take your shit back of the line, bitch. Absolute power just, just corrupts stare at absolutely. Him wrong. Yeah. If you don't try to like just be the coolest absolutely. guy ever to him, prepare to. That's what he does. Keep that's walking his, that line back and forth. That's what he does. So, uh, real ass, real asshole. I even have that. In there. He says, a real ass. And then when he gets back up to the second time around, he tells him his name. He's like, yeah. "Oh yes, I, I remember." remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I recall. Or, yeah. So he gets into the next room finally, right? Takes takes clothes Is off. It, okay, yeah, these guys. Takes clothes off, throws them into the box. They they look into his mouth, blah, blah, blah. All right, now everybody's favorite part. Drop your drawers. So he drops in. We get to see Vince Vaughn, but. We get some booty. And then the- they go, A minus. A minus. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, Well, and then what does he ask? Something about like his muscles? Like, are those, those, or is that another? Not these guys, that's okay. next. It's an A minus. It's an A minus. Homeboy's like, all right, so then God he gets, damn. so they're <laughs> leading through. He gets to his, his uh, hallway, essentially. And this is where we get uh, William C. Carpenter, who's in Hard Target, which is in the rewatch and is so. Related to... Uh, so good, so good. Not no, related to John. Is this his... Or his, uh, 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 who, who's Deborah Morgan's name? What's her name? Jennifer Carpenter? Jennifer Carpenter. Not Any related. relation to that, Carpenter? No, no uh, as you can tell, they look nothing alike. Well, she made up like, you know, got mother's jeans, which was probably a white girl jean. Yeah, I, maybe, but no. Okay, not related. So, <laughs> dude from Hard Target here, which... Oh, my God, when we get to Hard... Oh. Can we just be in the ages already? Nick, stop owning so many movies. But he takes him to his room. So he, he gets he gets the rules from the super tough guard. Oh, the super tough guard. Super hard-ass guard. Oh, these rules about how you got to stay in line or else. you get When we do roll call, you better be out of your room or else. And you better do all this or else. Oh, hey, you're a big guy. Do you ever box? Like, what? That seems out of nowhere. You're telling me... I got to conform. What? Why did you bring a boxing all of Well, what do you What do you got all these muscles just for show? Uh, you know, they help me lift stuff. They help me lift stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he may be thinking like, okay, you're a dick to me. Now you want to fucking box me? Yeah, and then so the you guy's just want like, a legal way to fight me. And the guy's like, well, you know, I coach the uh, prison boxing team. You ever want to join? And Vince Vaughn has a line, I'd rather nip. I'd rather knit baby booties with pink yarn than hit someone for no reason. <laughs> yeah. So I'm good, Betty. All right, so he's limping along, and finally, Lefty is the guy from Hard Target. Yeah. He's walking along. His name's Lefty. They called me righty. They called the... me righty at the other one because his left hand is all fucked up. Oh, was it? I, did, I didn't yeah, miss, his I missed that. His left hand's fucked up, so they called him righty because that was the only one. That, now here they call him Lefty because that's the one that's injured, whatever. Uh... So, what they were, he was asking him, like, are you okay? And he's walking weird. He goes, yeah, uh, foot is injured. He's like, oh, you got bunions too. And he's like, no, a wound on the foot. Uh, yeah, and the foot, shoes are too small. And the shoes are two sizes too small, I think he said. 
So shoes are too small and also shrapnel in my foot. Uh, so anyway, don't ever be late to the lineup because everybody has to wait until you get there. And that's not a way to make friends. So of course, when they do the first lineup, he's not able to wake up. So he's late to the first lineup and the guard is an (laughs) asshole and all up in his face and talking about boxing again. This guy keeps bringing up boxing. He's like, dude, I've ran drugs. I just want to go to sleep. I just want to get out of here. Like, well, yeah, once he gets... Guy keeps talking about boxing. What the fuck? When he... What's his name again? Bradley Thomas. Bradley Thomas. Yeah, don't call him Brad. But Bradley Thomas gets into his cell, and it closes shut, and he's all like, seven years. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... that's he also it really shuts home for him. He's like, seven years. He's also pissed. He, like, starts punching Just shit in his cell. Because he's mad. He's mad at himself. Like, why the fuck am I here? Why am I doing... I fuck... Like, he's mad at... I feel that outrage, that outburst was at, was at himself. Like, he's pissed off. When it was the first time that you actually really see him vent all that because it's, yeah. like, essentially the first opportunity that we see uh, for him to really kind of show that emotion because he's not one to show it no. very often. So now he's alone, mm-hmm. and no nobody else is going to see it, so it's okay for yeah, him you, to you got to mention these things because that's all this movie's got are these that's, things that's what makes it so... A di- such a but dynamic movie, what I it, what, Yeah, that's what it's like really not, built around. Not much action. We're already an hour oh, there, into the movie. There is some action, though. It just, yeah, but it, it takes like, a while. Much like Bone Tomahawk, it you got this slow burn, slow burn, slow burn. Oh, this fuse is so slow burning, slow burning. And then when you get to the dynamite at the end. I was waiting for a whole splitting of a person again, but... <laughs> I, well... They come close a few times. There is a, there is a separation. Yes, there, there is. is definitely a separation. There is a sep- there's a decapitation. Uh, so anyway, keep talking about. So then we get Jennifer Carpenter or fucking Lauren Thomas. She's sleeping. Here's something. She wakes up. You know, you you can see the figures outside the windows. Things going on. Uh, someone's breaking in. She gets her gun. There's a window, like the the bedroom window breaks, so she shoots a couple times out of that. There's someone in the hall, and she aims at the door. And when she turns to the door, the dude at the window hits her with a dart. And she's like, oh, what the fuck? And she turns right back. In, right in the face. Yeah, right in the cheek, right? <laughs> it's a gnarly so place she, to She shot. pulls that out, and then the dude in the hallway outside the door makes another noise. So she turns back to the door, and then the dude at the window hits her in, like, the chest. Yeah, uh, like in the arm. Or shoulder right in, or something. Like, yeah, right with the arm. the second dart. It's like, God damn, there's just these two people fucking with her. <laughs> too many darts. Three darts <laughs> is too much. <laughs> So anyway, she passes hey. passes out, right? Was that in the did we watch number two in the rewatch? No. God, I love number two. Uh when nature calls, we never never <laughs> don't have that one. Uh so Woo. anyway, uh lefty's walking walking Bradley Thomas back down the dog. Right. So his his wife is captured. He doesn't know that his wife's captured. And and lefty's walking along. He's like, All right, you gotta talk to Denise. Denise is your caseworker. You you gotta make nice with Denise. She's Man, just be nice to her. Never you look, want her to like you. You want her never look below her neck. He says, 
But she's got some great cans. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, cool, we're going to see, but nothing. She's like got a suit on. There's, there's the no most it was all dark, together. so you there's couldn't no, There's no contour, no like, nothing. Why would you even bring that up? There's not even a <laughs> That is chance. so funny because, I, yeah, he was totally prepping me for her to be Yeah, some, like, like she was going to have this low-cut business tits. suit with her tits <laughs> hanging out or something. Like, only look above her neck. And you go in and she's got like a high neck, almost goddamn turtleneck underneath a business suit. Like... What the fuck are you talking about, Lefty? Anyway, you, Lefty's got some weird kinks. Yeah, Lefty's a weird dude. So be nice to Denise, right? And Denise is played by Pooja Kumar. Oh yeah, she was in the Kumar and uh, no. White Castle films. <laughs> she was in Kumar and White Castle. Yes, Kumar and White Castle. What the fuck? Uh, are you- no, she. Uh, she was. She was born at. Fuck, I, I didn't write down. She's. She, she's. Isn't she? Was, was crowned Miss India USA. Miss India. Indiana Miss, is what no, you mean to say. No, Miss India USA. But she did run from Indiana, though. So. Oh. But <laughs> she also went <laughs> back home, went back to India and had a big career in Bollywood. Yeah. And is also doing American cinema. So she's been at it for a while. Best but, of both worlds. Uh, yes. But she was born in America, and I didn't realize that there were different nationality Miss USA things going on, but she was Miss India USA. I good. Yeah. I didn't know. I don't know what that means. I didn't know that existed. I have no idea. I don't either, but here she is. You might have only, only in this one scene. I'm just trying to fit in (laughs) William Shatner, you know, from Miss Congeniality into like a Miss International USA. Here she is. She's Miss India USA America. What, what year? What year? Do you know? No, I do not know. And her name is Kumar. Last name's Kumar. Yeah. Pooja. 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 <laughs> when I just see the word, I, I just see a it, P it, and an O-O together, and it's just, I can't help but, I'm sorry. I'm five years poop? old. <laughs> Pooja. <laughs> That's, well, uh, that'll come up later in one of the cells that Bradley Thomas is thrown in. Yeah. 1996 out of Missouri. So she's from Missouri. Oh, yeah, St. Louis, Missouri. That's right. So anyway. That's right. That's right. All right. So fucking Jesus Christ. So Pooja. 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 Denise. Denise is like, look, normally I would tell you all sorts of shit about your case. And we talk about all this. But I just got a call from your obstetrician. There's something wrong with your wife's pregnancy, and he wants to meet you in person. So there's more pressing shit going on. So we're not going to have this meeting. You need to go and wait for the guard to take you to meet with your obstetrician. Oh, okay. So he goes back to his cell. Uh, uh, Staring at his toilet. Guard finally comes and gets him. Yet again. You sure you don't box? Guard again, talking about box. Still fucking talking about boxing. Always, always with the goddamn boxing. Fucking change your record, dude. Just fuck this guy. So, it's not the doctor at the window when he goes into the, the visitor's window. It's Udo Kier. Udo Kier is the actor. Udo Kier, who has been in tons of shit. I think yeah, he, he's one of those faces. I, I think he's got over... 400 acting credits, this guy, Udo Kier. He's one of those guys that you've seen because yeah. he's done, he does not turn down the job. He's you the, listeners. Oh, so Nicolas he's the Kier. Nicolas Cage of. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Listeners, not his, his, his name is spelled U D O 
K-I-E-R. Look him up, and I guarantee you will find at least 10 movies he's been in that you recognize him from. For Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Uh, I mostly know him from the first Blade movie. He was one of the bad fucking vampires in the first Blade movie. But So Udo Kier works for Eleazar. He's here to settle the matter of $3.2 million that are owed from that failed pickup. He's all like, well, yeah. yeah. How yeah, the fuck do you think I'm supposed to pay that yeah, here, well, bitch? Hey, yeah, hey, we don't give a fuck. 3.2 million. This was on right you. Right now. Get oh, in there. oh, by the way, here's a picture of your wife. We got her. Tied already. to a chair with a blindfold on. Oh, yeah, we got her. So now let's give stop, me my with, money. stop with the smart-ass comments. Let's talk again about $3.2 million. Give me my money. And he's like, I, I'm in here for seven years. What the fuck do you expect me to do, <laughs> Please man? Please don't kill my wife. What the fuck? And he's like, so here's the other funny thing about this picture. That guy in the background, he's an abortionist. And he's he apparently can dismember the fetus inside the womb. We could take the legs so off of So we're going to fuck up your fetus before it's even born. That sounds like a good idea. Unless you give us $3.2 million. Where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the fucking money, you shithead? (laughs) (laughs) So, dude, I've been here for seven years. I can't go out and get you any fucking money. What are you talking about? Yeah, we thought of that. So here's what we're... (laughs) Yeah, we thought of that. So here's what we're going to do. Have you ever heard of Redleaf? It's a maximum security prison. You got to go there. You got to kill this guy that LEAs are once dead. If you go there and you kill this guy, LEAs are will consider the debt paid and your wife and unborn daughter will go free. Koala. If you don't, yes, the koala is the, the loving term they use. The koala. That, well, oh, like man, koala. Like, the, did koala, they do some sort of sciencey thing and put a koala in her? Yeah, yeah, right? It's uh, some sort of island of Dr. Moreau sort of fucking animal-human hybrid. Only eating oh, you guys food. never saw it. You, uh, you guys didn't know island Dr. Moreau. Well, I was just thinking, like, well, that's really presumptive to assume that your baby has chlamydia. The koalas have chlamydia? Koala has chlamydia. Koala media? Guys, I got to go. I need to get. (laughs) (laughs) Is that where you were last night? (laughs) I was calling. Um, So, but if he goes and fucks this dude or kills this dude in red red leaf, I almost said fuck this dude up. We don't want you to fuck him up. We want you to kill him. Uh, You're fine. If not, you will receive a package of no less than two limbs from your unborn child, and I cannot guarantee your child or your wife's survival. He did say guarantee, like, yeah, promise I can't me. guarantee it. You got to promise me that you're not going to hurt her if I do, if right. I do this. Yeah. It's like, I will guarantee you something. You will. If you don't, yeah. You will get a package. We just if you two. don't do it, you're going to get it, yeah. So. Two, no more than two legs. No, no less than two. No less than two legs. Maybe three fingers, if we're lucky. Maybe a couple of wings, maybe a breast <laughs> or two, a good biscuit in there. Hey, can you get uh, get an order for some chicken? Hey, I'm, hey, all, I'm hey, hungry. Throw some red beans and rice in here, eh? <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway. What were we talking about again? Oh, yes, this is your wife, and yeah, I'm going to are, kill her. Oh. Or it's the old SNL skit. Oh, uh, yeah, no, 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 no Pepsi, Coke. No? No, you know, the, the one, uh, the, they, were, they kept going to this place, and they only served cheeseburgers and Coke. Everybody come in back. No, 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 you want cheeseburger. Okay. Have, no, Pepsi, just Coke. <laughs> Let's go with two cheeseburger and a coke. No, I didn't want that. Yeah, two cheeseburger and a coke. That's all they sell. Yeah, that's it. Why would you go in there? But they advertise what they have, and they're like, oh, it was, we're "Yeah, just it's we- a thing." In uh, I want to say Navy Pier in Chicago, which is what they base the skit off of. Anyway, anyway, so anyway, fucking moving on, moving on. I wanted to do. I guarantee you will receive a package with nothing less than two limbs of your unborn child. Sadly, I cannot guarantee if you're... You know, Vince Vaughn's face is so weird. We all look It's so weird. Yeah, but it's weird that Vince Vaughn is known... I mean, Vince Vaughn is known for being Vince Vaughn. He's always like the the super smart-ass, arrogant, happy-go-lucky comedy guy. So fucking money. Yeah. Oh, you're so fucking money. You don't even know how money you are. You're like a fucking bear with the claws in your... You're so fucking money. Or like in a wedding crashers. I love maple syrup. I like to take a little maple syrup and throw it in my hair. What do you think makes it stands up, Ace? Huh? <laughs> and so it's so weird to see him because he wow. does. And like you're saying in this with that guy's telling him, yeah, we're going to send you a package with no less than two of your unborn child's limbs. The look on Vince Vaughn's face, he does a good job of, of doing a serious role instead of a normal... Like he's not, he's not in dodgeball. This is in not this movie dodgeball. For sure. like, for that's sure. what I like about... What I'm liking about this uh, role that he's playing, because you know we know him as this, it's it's no Jim Carrey syndrome. You ever try to watch Jim Carrey serious, uh, Eternal Sunshine? You're like, he's not one of those. Fa- you know, he could act serious. Jim Carrey can do it totally just fine. But you're like, oh, but that's not what I want with you, right? <laughs> that's yeah, not what I want. He can he can do it, but you're just like, uh, Vince Vaughn is not. But Vince Vaughn goofy is, looking. Yeah. And he can, and he sell, and he totally sells. Like you just, you just paused that playback be, to say Vince Vaughn's face, not even a line or anything, just the look he was giving. Yeah, because he he can sell it. He definitely can, and he he does. Child will survive, or what the fate of your wife will be. And he's just. Who's like, this guy I'm supposed to get? This guy I'm supposed to get. Now he knows. He knows what he's supposed to do. All right, I got to go kill a guy. You see, we're on a mission from God. No, no, this is definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> definitely not a mission, not a mission from, God from God. For so, okay. All right, I got to kill a guy. Who's, who do I got to kill? Gives him all the skinny. Christopher says, Bridge. How am I supposed to get to him? Yeah, he's like, so you got to kill Christopher Bridge. He's in Red Leaf, which is maximum security. So you've got to figure out a way to get out of this nice little place you're in right now and get into the maximum security place called Red Leaf. You got to figure that out. So he walks out, and they're leading him back out. And he's thinking, how am I going to get out? They call this place the fridge, right? It's the fridge that he's in. And so he's thinking, how am I getting out of the fridge and into Red Leaf? He's got this guard that's taking him back to the cell, right? Uh and they get they get down into that main hallway. The same guard that keeps bringing up boxing, the same super tough, aggressive, confrontational guy that keeps bringing up boxing, taking him back to his cell. And he's like, 
I'm sorry for all these comments, man. I'm sorry for bringing this up all the time. I just, I just really want you in the in the prison boxing program, you know, and and I, I at that point, I like the look on Vince Vaughn's face. I swore he was gonna fucking take a swing right then, but he doesn't. He nope. doesn't. We get we get to the hallway, and then he stops because the guy he's walking along, and the guy's behind him, right. And he stops and bends down. He's taking his shoe off. What the fuck are you doing? He's like, my feet hurt. And then he turns around, fucking blap, smaps. And I'm telling you. Hits him two times with the shoe. Hits him with the shoe and then shoves it in his mouth. And then fight, fight. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. Square up. And then 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 this is the boxing training. Oh. And you know, when I watch this kind of thing, it's so hard. I know it's choreographed. It's obviously choreographed because you see them like wait for you see them waiting for that punch so that they can they can right. Move but away. but that I like that's why they make it about boxing because that's what boxing is. A whole lot of boxing is you you dance around and you wait and you like move the move slightly. Good. I think it's, it's yeah, how but, they like anticipate the hit. So exactly, it, it doesn't look so like, a like natural fight. They stand around and wait because. Vince Vaughn's a boxer. This guy teaches the boxing, so they're both standing there squared up with their fists up. That looks real. And it's all about who's going to punch first, and I need you to punch so that I can counter it, or I, you know. And that's oh, why, so you yeah. See them, like, waiting for That's why it. when they're standing there looking at each other, that's what boxers no, do. No, we're no, waiting, no. we're I, waiting. I'm not, I'm not meaning about the square off when they're, like, doing that. That's natural. But I'm talking about when they're, like, in the fight and they're punching each other. And yeah. you, you obviously see it's choreographed because you see one of the guys sort of waiting for that punch and he's, like, leaning into it. and then It just doesn't look all that real many I times. Thought it did. I thought it totally did because they're fighting. Dude's even got his fucking nightstick out. Uh, this is that's a, how this, you know he feels he lost. And for this being the first bitch. like legit fight scene of the movie, I was like, "Damn, this is this is good." Just blood. It's brutal. Like, it, oh yeah, just so. A guy has his face covered up, and Vince Vaughn just punches him in the arms. Now, why would you punch a guy in the arms? Why? Because that makes his arms fucking right. hurt, and he's not going to be able to use them in a bit. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of shit he does in this. It's just so fucking cool, and they're throwing each other around, and then he fucking gets the dude down. Uh, and he starts smashing on his left arm, like right at oh, the, take right the at left the arm. Joint. Yep, yep. Like right and at the then, joint what, at the and then what happens? And then what happens? Fucking. He this pulls a blood sport in blood tomahawk uh, fashion. Bone tomahawk. Throws, throws. All right, dude to the ground. Oh, oh, we're all ground fighting. Wait, fuck. <laughs> that is God. bone out of the arm. Bone out of the skin. Dude, and it totally like, yeah. Just he takes it. it over his like knee. Yep. And he just like bends ah. it. And it just comes completely away from the fucking bone. From the joint. Just <laughs> It's so gnarly. And it's a, the dude's left arm he does. Just fucking snap. And you see the bone cut. Oh. This is why I so, started liking. I'm like, oh. Whenever it does that, whenever that makes me go, oh. We got a movie we here. Got a, we got a all movie. All right, now we're having some fun. Now we're having some fun. So uh, three more guards show up. <laughs> all right. And other guards show up. They're going to move him to a lower level for holding. And he has a great line. Uh I recommend, or they're talking about how they're going to make the guard that he just fought fill out a report or something. He's like, I recommend that he uses his right arm. (laughs) 
So they're taking him down the stairs, right? They walk by Lefty, his his only confidant, his friend. Like, you looks at him like, oh, shit. You oh, had your fuck. one fucking chance and you blew it. So now they're in this, like, the, the part of the stairwell where you go down and then it turns and you go the rest of the way down. Like the midpoint in a stairwell, yes. right? We, we all know that. So he fights these three guards, fucks them up pretty good, gets maced and knocked down with a stick and then tased. And then they step on the back of his head with a boot. And all right, Just sending him to grind the back yeah, of his yeah. head on so the So we're sending cross. him to Redleaf and then it cuts to him in the on the uh the prisoner bus and there's like open wounds on the back of his head from the boot. Um so we get there, we got armed guards, we get Warden Tugs. Warden Tugs played by Don Johnson. <laughs> uh and that not only is his actual name but when he was a porno actor. Oh, he was a He, he didn't even have to change tugs. his name. Yeah, no? He went with it. He just just kept it. Don well, Jones. he wants people to be able to follow him through multiple mediums, you know. You got to know who he is. Why have to keep up with somebody's name? Just make it the same across <laughs> yeah, exactly. all platforms. Exactly, exactly. They know me from Miami Vice. I don't know where I've, I've seen him, but I've seen him in other things. Don Johnson, he's been like, I mean, got his break in Miami Vice, but, I mean, he's been machete. Uh, I mean, he's had a... Huge career from the 80s. I don't think he's ever stopped working. Don Johnson's a pretty big actor. So, he played the role of uh, James Sonny Crockett in the television series Miami Vice. Oh. Yeah. I, I still don't know what that is. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. The dudes in Miami. They, they ran around in the super white 80s power <laughs> leisure suits. He's also a singer and songwriter. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> you see though that's a that's a malleable yeah, term so is steven seagal if you really want to get down to it and bruce willis oh my what? god bruce willis bruce willis is a motown artist is he he has an album called the return of bruno that was recorded on motown records oh bruce willis is that a one. motown artist's yeah, it's uh, oh, I know where I've seen him. Uh, well, so. <clears throat> it's um, he has, no, I mean, coming right up is a pretty good song. He does a version of Respect Yourself, which is the staple singers originally. It's all right, it I, ain't bad. I it recognize bad. him from Eastbound and Down, where he played Eduardo. Oh, Sanchez. that's right, that's right. Don Johnson is in Eastbound and Down. All right, that's where I you'll remember. see him again when we get to Machete. But so he gets to Redleaf, <laughs> right? And Don Johnson shows up and he. Does this standard like warden tough guy talk? Every time, every movie, every show, when someone gets to a prison, the the warden gives the super tough speech. Right? Your ass Always. belongs Always. to me. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I I have a little saying. I think that really rings true. It's a I believe in two we, things. We're not maximum security. We are minimum freedom. Yeah. And if you fuck up, that freedom becomes less. I believe in two things, discipline and the Bible. Here, here you'll, you'll get, get both. both. Welcome to Shawshank yeah. Prison. Welcome to Shawshank. I love that. Give he, yourself to the Lord. He, Your he, ass he hid the fucking, That's right. he, he hid the hammer that he used to escape from Shawshank in the Bible. In the Bible. Yeah. God, that movie is so hey, fucking spoiler good. Spoiler alert over here. Oh, like nobody listening to this show has seen Saw. Anyway, so we get another great line from Warden Tugs. 
prisoners are expensive. We're more than happy to help the state balance the budget by deploying some cheap lead. It's, it is, ammo is pretty cheap compared to, compared to keeping a prisoner. Keeping a person alive forever, yeah. I mean, i got to say, S. Craig Zoller writes some good shit. He's got he's a, he's got, he's got a broken bone fetish, man. He does have a broken bone fetish, but he also like he has I I imagine I've never seen a picture of him. I don't know what he looks like. I imagine he's a scrawny ass little nerdy dude. But he has a knack for writing tough guy and tough guy lines. He really does. Like this this gnarly line. The men here aren't like those faggots over there at the fridge. And then the guns come up. You can test us if you want to. Like, that's that's just power. He's all like... Because he's right standing now. there looking... Yeah, he's looking at Vince Vaughn, and he says, when he says that, he puts his hand up, and the guys behind him that he's not even looking at raise their guns up. Like, he has complete control. It's just... it. That's what it... It's a total show of power. Yeah, and he doesn't, little does he know, it's, yeah, if the guards at the other place did the same thing, he wouldn't attack right away. He waits for the most inopportune moment for him. Mm -hmm. Most opportune moment? Yeah. And he takes it. So, uh. Strikes. Just need you to know that, uh, that shit ain't gonna happen here. So. He gets. Where does he go now? He get he gets he's checked into Redleaf, so he's now he's where he needs to be. He just got to find this bridge guy, Christopher Bridge, right? That he's got to kill. We get into the yard, you know, or he, no, he gets checked into his cell, and they're like, "Yeah, toilets broke. Hadn't stopped people from using it though." Sorry. So he's in there. It's he fucking has, gross. Yeah, he has to take the undershirt off and tie it around his face because he's in a cell just full of shit. Was is this the cell that also has the broken glass? Is no, it, no, 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 no. That's okay. That's later. That's this later. Is just, this is just the one with the broken toilet and shit that's been sitting there for who knows how long. This was the five star. Uh, yeah, cell. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they're like, "All right, we're going to the yard. You got to get out and go to the yard, right? Get an hour." Talks to this guy, Jared. He's like, hey, I need to talk to Christopher Bridge. Yeah, I don't know who that is. What do you know? Or no, he does know him. He says he's in Block 99. No, no, no. He says he's he asked him about him. Block 99. He goes, yeah, uh, what's in Block 99? He, goes, they, he explains to him what yeah. kind of people are there. Block 99 is like the child rapists, the real psychos, the real crazy fuckers. That's, right. That's like, cell Block 99 is where crazy people fucking go. They don't get out. And he gets up, and the guy's like, hey, where are you going, Brad? It's Bradley. I'm psychotic. And he walks over and uh, talks to these these dudes that are at the gym equipment, right? Oh, here we go. And we'll use that one. Looks like Adam Scott. We're using it now, gringo. Don't call me a foreigner. Last time I checked, the colors of the flag weren't red, white, and burrito. <laughs> Want to start some stuff? Huh? I'm more of a finisher. Ooh. <laughs> That's right, I'm local. I get the fuck out of my crazy way. 
Boom. Push this dude. Oh. Uses one guy to punch another guy. Oh, now we're fighting. Now we're fighting. Fuck you. Arm grab. Punch. And just fucking yep. punch. Back. Knocks that dude the fuck out. Pulls a tooth out of his forearm yeah. right there, by the way. He gets hit a These couple two times guys come up back. with sticks. I love, like... What are they, the barbells? Yeah, he oh. uses one dude to block another attack. <laughs> And then the guards come in. All right, so... There's several instances in this movie where there's a brawl going on and somebody on the same side gets hit yeah, by somebody he, from he that. Yeah, he loves to use opponents as yeah. blocks from other opponents. Like the fight scene with the guards in the stairwell that happens. Yeah. Uh, in this he does scene. It there that we, yeah, and yeah, several yeah. others, yeah. So, I, I... Oof. So then he gets three guys knocked out. Him and the fourth guy are put up against the wall, and the guards are yelling, you know. And the fourth guy tries to come and attack him, fucks him up really good, whatever. So the guards come up and try to cuff him. He fucks them up. Does a super arm break again. Oh, love the arm breaks. Fucking with the arm breaks. So the warden finally comes in with a gun to his head. Don Jones. You're going to 99. All right, it's where he needed to be. All right, so they take him down into this bunker, right? Like this really dank tunnel. Looks like a torture chamber almost. Got tools on the like wall. Like it's got, well, yeah, shelves and there's like bags of concrete and shit. Okay. And they go down to this place and then they move a shelf out of the way and there's a secret tunnel that's even darker and nastier. And they push him down these stairs and now we get to this torture chamber. And, and, uh, Don Johnson's like, yeah, people probably wouldn't like too much if they knew that this existed. This, this would, this would be bad. This but. is our little secret. You understand? Oh, well, they won't know. Not about that this. you'll be telling anybody for a long yeah. time. I'm Don Johnson. This is, uh, this is the prison within a prison. This is you. You'll. Wait, he says you'll stay down here until you're sorted out or carried out. Oh shit! Big, big so man. they put they put the shock belt on him, right? Every point is a shock. They push the little button, and it electrocutes them just enough that it drops them down to the ground and like dis or dis disabilitate. That's not a word. Uh, what am I? What am I trying to say here? Incapacitate. 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 Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. What? Is <laughs> so it yeah, it just like stops him, causes him pain, whatever. So you currently have twenty five points, and we will use these whenever we want. While you're eating, while you're sleeping, while you're pissing, while you're Jack, shitting, while you're jacking off, while you're jacking off, whatever you're doing, rip your dick right off. Like you'll be jacking, and yeah. Like all of a sudden, you're just like, sitting there, just contorting, <laughs> and you rip it right <laughs> off. Yeah. I mean, that'd be the time to do it. That if you want to cause that prisoner pain, for sure, I would do it anytime he did it. Would... <laughs> if he's taking so, a piss too, you know. Ooh, yeah. Exactly. Make, I'm sorry you ripped your own dick off. You knew the rules. He has to sit down when he pees. Because it's just a hole now? Just dribbles down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. That's gross. God damn it, S. Craig Zeller. Why do you make us have conversations <laughs> like this? All right, so they take him to his cell down in Block 99, and this is the one that has broken glass all over the floor. So he walks in there like, oh, yeah, sorry about that broken glass. And then hit the shock belt and make him drop down to his hands and knees in the broken glass because they're fucking assholes. But 
if you're acting up that much that you get taken to this place, you know, maybe you need a extra stern hand, I guess. You know, it's not like he didn't deserve that room. He has <laughs> definitely fought to get there for sure. So now we cut. Uh, Why not sweep it at this point? Like he does. He does eventually. He does eventually. Okay, I missed. Uh, it. So poor Lauren is is in this boiler room, right? Jennifer Carpenter and Udo comes back down. He takes some pics. The abortionist is there, and he's examiner. The abortionist, like, I get that's your job, and that's what you do, but he's way too horny about doing it. Well, when he's I, like, when I was watching this really with, all about it. I was watching this with closed captioning, and I was like, "Oh, cool! They got a guy that's into trees. Uh, it's into trees. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's not an arborist." Uh, I was sorely disappointed. Yeah, he's not trimming branches, buddy. Oh shit. He's, well, I mean, well, kind he of. <laughs> he's kind of. Branches. He's trimming limbs, bro. He's trimming. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. All right. Well done. Well <laughs> done. Well done. All right. Hey, look, so. The joke took a little bit, but we all got there. We got there <laughs> we together. All, we all grew into it. <laughs> we, okay. uh, That's all right. Take it easy. All right. All right. Arbor Day's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an arborist. So we cut back to Vaughn, and he's in his cell, and he's yelling out for Christopher Bridge, right? Because he needs to find Christopher Bridge. That's why he's here. He's finally in cell block 99. We're going to find Christopher Bridge. And Anytime finally, now. his voice yells back, there is no Christopher Bridge. Never been one that I know of. What the fuck are you talking about? His belt goes off. He cr- just, like seizes up, whatever. They drag him out. Look at me. Do nope. not blink until I give you permission to blink. So he winks. Oh, that's funny. Bam! Stuns him again. Drops the ground when he stands up. Look at me. Do not blink until I give you permission to blink. So now he plays ball, right? So uh, we got some inmates requesting some FaceTime with you. Of course, it's some guys from the yard. And old Eleazar's back. He told me he brought all the boys to the yard. He's Eliezer, or Bradley Damn Thomas right. is the milkshake that brought all the boys to the yard. Damn right. <laughs> it's Baby. better than yours. So when they get him in the room, the guard throws Eliezer the control to the stun belt, right? It says, don't kill him today. Yes. Yeah. Don't kill him today. And Warden will have my ass. Yeah. So... They're talking to him, giving the stun belt. Dude comes up, hits him with the chair. They're kind of fucking with him. He keeps trying to fight back. Stun belt. I mean, well, first of all, not a whole got, lot you can do. Not much you can do when they got, got the stun Andres belt. the giant, which I thought he fucking died. Right. He got he got shot down in that in that earlier fucking scene. So you can't kill that nope, guy. He's there. Oh, you can. He's As a- we find out, you definitely can. Man, yeah, you just can't kill that guy. So he uh they they fuck with him a lot. Right? And now now it's found out there's no Christopher Bridge. He's in cell block ninety nine so that Eleazar can just fuck with him. Do you we think got your wife? Do you think uh it was just a play on uh Chris Bridges, who is ludicrous and that they named this guy this fake prisoner Chris Bridge? Because possibly it's ludicrous yeah, chasing something that doesn't make any man, sense. No, nope. I'd look way too far into that. I might have. I have okay. no idea that's about fine. that. That's fine. But here's the thing. 
to me now it makes no sense. Why would Eleazar lead him on this goose chase to get into cell block 99 when there's no Christopher Bridge? There's not like just to fuck with him is all yeah, I could. So fuck with him anyway. Like you can, you could. Well, so that now he probably he wants, is never going to get out. He wants to kill the guy or he wants to whatever. You could have done that at any point. Yeah. Like, why he, put like, him? Why is. Uh, uh, for Elizar, what? For he, what? He's not in jail, right? He's, no. He's just. Yeah. He's in there because he can get in and out because all these people are under his wing. But what? what's the fucking point of it's making a, Vince Vaughn go through all this to get all the way down to cell block 99? It's torture. It's, why? It's the idea is the torture because he's going to be down there for X amount of time. So they can't kill him yet. So they're just going to be able to beat him to within an inch of his life every time they see him. And just fuck with him. Yeah, and just break his spirit. This which, was all just the whole thing to fuck with. And him. maybe so the, only the guards, only the guards at the f- uh, federal fuck me in the ass maximum security prison with Don Johnson, they're able, they're you know they're a little bit easier to persuade, and he, obviously he's able to get into the prison and fuck with them. So maybe that's yeah. the whole thing. I mean this uh, this is like two hours long. This this movie, two seventeen or so, and I'm sure they had that in there. But I uh, found, like I got to cut some shit out for time. We're, we can only go two hours on this yeah. one. Remember how my remember how the guys at the rewatch party said <laughs> <laughs> that was way yeah, too. Yeah, I'm long, sure that was a big concern. All right, so anyway, he gets back into his cell, and there's a dude somehow that's like talking to him through the the sliding door where they serve you food. How's this guy out of his cell and is able to come to Vince Vaughn's little sliding door? No, the, he's in his own cell, and they can see each other. Through. No, the dude like comes up and is. There's a scene where Vince Vaughn's laying down on the bed and the dude slides the thing over that like they slide over to serve food through the hole in the okay, door yeah. and that you see the dude's face and he's talking to Vince Vaughn through that door. Okay. And so how the fuck is this guy out of his own cell and talking to Vince Vaughn through the door? I think he's just talking across the hallway. No, there's he does later, but it, th- there's a scene where this dude, you can see the face. Mm-hmm. You see the dude's face. He's right there at Vince Vaughn's door. And his face is in that hole they slide. When they slide the door open to put the tray of food through, there's a dude's face. He's right there. Because he slides it over to talk to him. You want to eat something? If you don't Someone like it, flashlight. dump it in the shithole. Okay. But anyway, so I don't know how this guy, but they're talking. And while while this guy's that's talking. That's just a guard. No, it was a dude. So while Vince Vaughn's talking to him, that's when he takes the soles out of his shoes and folds them up and puts them between his body and the, I guess, the, what, do you, what the fuck do you call them? What, what are the, the pressure pads or whatever on uh, a stun the, belt? The, the contacts. Of- whatever, yeah, the contacts, yeah. So he takes the soles out of his shoes, puts them between the contacts and his body, right? Like pads it. Right. Puts something non-conductive. <coughs> Sorry, non-conductive. <laughs> right? You Very smart. electricity? Yeah. So that's smart. Put a rubber thing in between there, and then that electricity is not going to transfer into your body. Well, it only shocks him because he wasn't grounded when he was a kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> pretty, I think I said uh, that joke already. But all right. Anyway, so they come along and they open the door and they try to stun him. Or they, they, stun, they hit the thing, and you can hear it because you always hear that. 
And he's sitting there, and he looks around. He's like, oh, okay, I don't feel it. Good. It works. It works. And then they open the cell door, and they bring him out, right? Okay, your friends want to see you again. The guard's getting tough. And he's got his his arm in a cast because Vince Vaughn loves breaking arms. And he says, when I sign that cast, should I make it out to Mr. or Mrs. Bitch? (laughs) So he hits uh, the belt, and so Vince Vaughn drops down to the ground, acting like he's being stunned, right? But then he fucking fights the shit out of these guys. It's a pretty goddamn good fight. Uh, Smashes the dude's head in the cell door, even. Yeah. Yeah, because like, one of the one of the guards runs into the cell. Yeah, one of the guards runs into the cell. Grabs his shotgun then and tries to shoot him through it. And yeah, then, tries to shoot him through the the food hole in the door. He kicks the gun against the side of it and then rips it out of the guy's hand and uh, turns back to the last guard, but the guns to shoot him and the gun's broken because of what he just did. Yeah, but then, yeah, the guy's trying to come back out of the cell door and he fucking slams the cell door on the dude's head. Like, he fucks these people up hardcore. So then he grabs the the other guard that was out there that he was going to shoot but couldn't. Right, so the, the white broken. guard with the broken uh, arm because he attacked him earlier. Yeah. Um, he, he runs into the cell with the broken show, the, tries to shoot him with the shotgun. He gets pulled out, and then he tries to run after him again. And now he's like all strapped up with the chains and he's talking to the, the black cop and he's uh, guarding saying, um, <clears throat> give me those keys. Give me the keys. Give me the fucking keys, you little fucking <laughs> brat. We know this is your homework, Larry. <laughs> You're killing your father. You're killing your cell guard, Larry. Um, then he goes back into the cell and then that's when like he's talking to him. He's like, fucking do it. And you're going in there too with him. And then the guy like tries to get out and he fucking closes the door super fast. Yeah, dude. Right in the fucker's head. It was great. It was great. Let me just tell you. Bone Tomahawk. So he he gets the fucking dudes, gets them both in his cell, shuts the door, right? Gets them both in his cell. Picks up the fucking nightstick and then walks down the fucking hallway to go see the thugs that need to talk to him, right? It's like, all right, now I'm armed. Now I don't give a fuck about this fucking belt. Here we go. So as as we see these thugs, first we see Johnny, who's like practicing his martial arts on a stack of tires for some weird reason. That makes he's not too bad. No, he's not bad. Uh, but it makes never no find sense. No damn kumite. Yeah, yeah. Hey, tires not hit back. <laughs> 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 That's right. So, as he's coming down, uh, Johnny goes charging up, and, you know, Nightstick comes flying in and hits him, right? So then he's fighting, right? Fights him, and it's a pretty good fight, although I feel like anytime a boxer fights a martial artist, the martial artist is going to win. Get on that side of the you got four limbs that you're very adept at using. Look at this look at this part right here, uh, Ryder. Yeah. And watch how And see how he's just like he's like waiting for that punch to hit him. Right. Well he swings uh Johnny here, swings with his left hand, which Vince Vaughn catches and whips like down and around across the other side of his body. So that all that is is it's throwing him off like it whatever stance 
momentum. It's I've seen a lot of fights. So he's I've seen a lot of fights. He's throwing this dude off. So of course the dude's going to stand there awkwardly because he's being whipped around and thrown off balance, which is what Vince Vaughn is doing. And then that's when he fucking clocks him right in the goddamn face. What did you? What you did? You write the choreography in this? Is that's, this why I mean, I'm just saying someone? that's what I do every time some fucking martial artist comes up against me. I'm like, dude, all right, look. All I'm going to do is throw you off balance and clock you in the face, dude. This is how this is going to... I'm sorry, but this is what's going to happen. <laughs> it's what's going to goddamn happen. So, anyway, pretty good fight. And he starts stomping on this guy's head. And then he's, Yeah, then he stomps on the back of the guy's head, and he says, do what I say or I'll kill him. He just starts scraping his yeah, face. Yeah, so they stand up here. Pause, pause, sorry. Pause, <laughs> pause, 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 pause. <laughs> Do what I say or I'll kill him. And they stand up and he like uses his foot to drag this guy's face across concrete. So I'm like, why is this movie not called Dragged Across Concrete? Why is your next one Dragged Across Concrete? Why? Oh, the next one is called Dragged Across Concrete? Uh, Zoller's third movie he makes is called Dragged Across. Remember? Because I made the joke. I hope it's Mel Gibson. Dragged Across That is the one that's Dragged Across Concrete. So he literally drags a guy's face across the concrete and then stomps on his head and kicks him over and you just see, like, bare skull. It is fucking Like, gnarly. it ripped all the skin off his face. And you so weird. see it. You just see bare fucking skull sticking through. That's me vomiting. There it is. God, it's it, oh, so nasty. Dude, I can zoom it's in so on gnar. it. so gnar. So gnar. Dude, that's so gnar. That looks it, it looks. It looks like the moth from Silence of the Lambs a little bit. Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> uh, so anyway. He keeps going. They keep so coming after up. him. So we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep fighting. Uh, Eliezer looks at the other two guys that are there. Right? Kill Mr. Thomas and I'll double your wages. All right. So, we got a great, fucking awesome fight scene. Now, the huge critique of any time one guy's taking on multiple guys in an action like they movie, wait. they stand around and wait, but they don't here. Like, it's done very effectively. How he'll hit one and the other, and, like, it's, it's done very believably. God damn, it's fucking brutal and disgusting. And then oh, thumbs, eye, and thumbs in the eyeballs. Oh, gross. He just fucking elbows just to the punches, spine. Just punches, punches the fuck out of these people. Blanco. Anybody want a peanut? Anybody want to put him up? My condolences. Oh, and so back. you okay, just signed right. your, your wife's death warrant. Yeah, okay. Here we go, fucking roaming up. Punch your face, punch your face, punch your gut. And then grabs him, slams him into the table. He's down on the ground and then stomps his face into pieces. Now, this is not a stomp with, like, the whole flat of the foot. He goes heel in. Heel in. And you you see the jaw come out. The jaw leaves the face. Yeah. Leaves it. It's fucking gnarly. It's dude. disgusting. Roman's bass voice is no more. But it's so it's done so 
it, there's like a, only a couple actual frames of it. But those two frames. Oh, it's so quick. It just it blips over, but you see you see it. It's all you need. Yeah. But the two it's frames there once you are obviously there. so fake. They're like rubber doll looking and it's it's sort of bad. Oh, fuck but it's it like so that's all you need is two God. frames and you get it, you go, Okay, that's, oh. I get it, but it's clearly it looks like one of those old films where it looks like they cut away to do right. uh, and uh, so one here's of these something things. uh Zoller wanted to wanted to keep the effects logo like he wanted to do a grindhouse picture like so when uh, when Tarantino and Rodriguez did the Death Proof and Planet Terror double feature the the old like 70s drive-in super low budget movies right he wanted to go which is why a lot of this shit when it zooms in on it like when he fucking scrapes that dude's face off or stomps the jaw for this guy like yeah, it looks like an obvious puppet being fucked with, but it's still disturbing as yeah. fuck. Well, you know, this movie had a $6 million budget, and I like to think that they spent half of it on Vince Vaughn. That's they probably true. spent uh, so five, five of the six on Vince Vaughn. They didn't have much money for special effects. Yeah, and but, it and, and, but it is also still effective, though. Yeah. Like, you can see, and you're like, oh, when he's, drags that dude's face across the concrete floor and the skin, you see the skin tearing even and stuff. It's like, it looks fake as shit, but it's still done well enough. You're like, oh, God damn, but that just ripped the skin off of that dude's face. Fucking. Yeah, especially if you're it, it already is effective. In the, you're yeah. in the story with it. So, like, they throw that in there. Yeah, you see it's fake, but it tell it, 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 Gave you what you wanted in the story. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why those movies work so well and why modern directors still want to, like, harken back to that style so much. So, like, he intentionally... Because Bone Tomahawk, gruesome as fuck, looked more realistic than this. So, he's capable of doing that. He, like, just wanted to do the old uh, 70s grindhouse fucking style movie that's what he wanted to go for here and god he did because it takes a while to get there but once we get there holy fuck this movie is disturbing so yeah slant what face table jaw out of the face so eliezer's on the phone talking to someone right like hiding back in the corner if i don't call you back in 10 minutes fucking kill the child and the mother or whatever uh and he's like you need to return to your cell, and Vince Vaughn's like, "You need to call your guy off. You got to return to your cell." But you know they're having the, trying to have the whole standoff, right? Fucking punches him, sla- snaps his fucking leg, and then gets his phone. Gets Eliezer's phone, calls Udo. You need to hear something. Kicks the broken leg, so Eliezer screams, and then grabs him by the broken leg and starts dragging him. It's like, okay, you're going to let my wife go. And you're going to take, you know, sets it up so that they're going to deliver his wife to Gil. And you need to confirm that she is dropped off with Gil and safe. He's like, why should I do that? He's like, look, look, bro, you're in cell block 99. A lot of guys will fuck you. No problem. You want to fuck? You want to get fucked? That's when he says my favorite line of the whole oh, movie. <laughs> Let me make sure I get this all queued up just perfect because this is 
This is oh, this is, you do love this line. So that I can confirm she's okay. Talk correct. Or get raped. Because, yeah, he just told him. He's like, there's a lot of... I'll fucking release you to the hounds. That's right. I will release the hounds you know, on you. You know where we are right now. If I open the doors, you are mincemeat. That's what I have on you. It's like he doesn't have much. He doesn't have money over him. <laughs> no. He can't, you know, he could kill him. What's the big deal of that? I can get you raped by men. You Many are going to be, uh, yeah, used. Very dangerous men want to rape you. Used, You're abused, and run through. So he's like, you get yeah. raped or you talk correct, which is the name of our next podcast. If you guys, it's out there. Talk uh, on correct I, or get raped. I do actually have that note. Talk. Tells Eliezer to talk correct or get raped. So. It's an important. It's important. So he drags <laughs> him by the broken leg back to his own cell and puts him in with those guards, right? Now, Warden Tugs, Don Johnson, comes down with other guards, and they're outside of this uh, cell, I guess. Not at the, at the end of the hallway or the bars, right, with the gate. Uh-huh. They're outside of that, and he's like, hey, don't come in yet. I'm just waiting on a call. Give me a minute, and I'll turn myself in. I'll be right out. So Warden Tugs lights up a pipe, just hanging out. He goes, do I have time for a cigarello? Yeah. Oh, do I have time for a cigar? Do I have time for a cigar? Well, I don't know. This well, I got the cigarello. might be just fast fine. My, it's, it's, fast it smokes burn. fast, I think he yeah. says. So... We wait, and Lauren gets dropped off at Gills. And as Udo and the fucking creepy abortionist <sighs> drop her off, right? So they're backing slowly down Gills' driveway, and Gill kicks in those leaves, and this gun comes up. Blammo! <laughs> fucking U- shoots Udo right in the fucking face, and then uh, Jennifer's like, Oh, let me have a turn. And yeah. she gets the gun and fucking shoots and takes out that creep. Uh, the fucking, the fact that this abortionist like gets off on it. Well, he like, also says he's always like, he, he right here, he, he does very wants, disappointing. He, yes, he does. He's disappointed that he doesn't get to cut the limbs off of a fetus. He's probably Chinese. by the way. Dude, why you got to go there, bro? Because it was probably a girl. <gasps> it was a girl. That's why he was, was so into it. He's straight from the CCP. Now you got to kill the men. Kill the men. No, you, you got uh, one child, and it's got to be a guy. You can so, have one. one woman. So they kill Udo and the fucking abortionist, blow them fucking away. And not she's the a, arborist. Not the arborist. That was very disappointing. The arborist makes it out okay. Um, so they're talking, right? She's sitting there. She's talking to Vince Vaughn. She puts the phone against her belly, and he talks to the daughter. Because he's got his cell door, his steel, heavy steel cell door open Enough as a shield, yes. right? And he's sitting behind it. And it's actually somehow, in the sense of this movie, really a touching scene. Yes. Like, for, what, for what it is. For what it is and where they are, Vince Vaughn acts it really fucking well. I, like, it's, it is an emotional moving scene where he's talking to his daughter and she finally brings the phone back up. She's like... I don't know what you said, but I felt her kick, and he's crying, and like it's, it's good. It's it it's a really fucking good scene. Like it's a very emotional scene, 
And uh, so he hangs up, and Warden Tug's like, you ready, Mr. Thomas? He's like, I still got one more minute. That I mentioned before. Yeah. He said one minute after I get Oh, that's call. right. Well, after I get the call, one, I still got one more word. minute. So he goes in, and this, <laughs> God, just the most petty, wonderful fucking thing. He goes, he goes, he knows he's dead. He's done. He, he's not getting out of this. He's already made peace with his wife, his unborn daughter. He goes in and puts Eliezer laying with his head over the hole in the floor that is his shithole and stomps on his fucking head until it comes off the body and falls down into the shithole. Tug's like, what's going on in there? I'm executing Eliezer. I'm executing Eliezer. I still have 25 seconds. And he's stomping his head over that this crunch. hole. Say the head stays alive for a little while after it's been cut off. And that hope that's true. The guard is like, I'm out of here. And there yeah. it goes. There Get, goes the head. Decap, baby. I hope so. I hope so. Head falls down into the shithole. They say it stays alive a little while. I hope so. And the guards are there. So, and he's ready to give up. So then they're like, hands on your head, turn around. So... He does it. Hands on his head, turns around. Seventy-eight. And then the last thing we fucking see in this movie: Don Johnson has a gun pointed, and he starts firing. The last thing we see is Vince Vaughn's face being ripped off, shatters, or just face disappearing. Turns turns into a mannequin's head uh, for just a couple (laughs) frames and explodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, again, it's it's very seventies, very grindhouse, grindhouse thing, but. The last thing you see before it cuts to credits yeah. is his face disappearing and then credits. So, awesome. Oh, he gets one shot to the chest and, and then, then one at the face. And, and you then... see the top of his scalp flop and then <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. yeah. You see the God, scalp. it's disgusting. So <laughs> then we get this cool little funk song going over the credits. We get some cool fucking music in this. Now, here's the thing about this movie. As we talk, oh no! Go ahead and play it. Play it. Play it underneath. Listen to this nice little funky song. Uh. So, much like in Bone Tomahawk, where there's only the one song at all in the entire movie at the credits, you get this one. But there were multiple scenes, as we talked about, of Vince Vaughn driving in his car, yeah. stopping at lights, looking over at people. There's always a I song. Think every going. time that happened, all I played of the, the music, song all of no, it was always a different song. Oh, a different all of song, the music though, yeah. was diegetic. Remember that term? Because they talked about what was going on. It, but yes. yes, all of the music is diegetic because the only time there was music in this movie, it was in his car stereo yeah. or it was in the garage stereo or something. So, But all of the music was written by S. Craig Zoller and where the fuck is the other guy's name? Jeff Harriet. Interesting. But a few of them I think three of them including this one we're listening to right now that goes over the credits are performed by the OJs you know the band the OJs the OJs are the band that did money 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 yeah OJs were a big 70's funk band this right now that we're hearing (laughs) is the OJs playing an S. Craig Zoller song that he wrote so he wrote all of the songs you hear in this movie and it's all diegetic up until the credits. 
and he gets the goddamn OJs of all people. So that's probably got to be at least one million of the budget to get the fucking OJs in here, right? Very interesting. Because, so, no, I did play as... I. If you listen back to the episode, you'll hear uh, when he was in any of the car scenes, I did play some of the music yeah. in the background so you can hear it. Because like, um, there's yeah. they make a whole point multiple times of him at a stoplight looking at the car, people in the car next to him looking back like it's setting something up and it's supposed to be something. But nothing comes out. But they they do that multiple but times. Way, but there's that always does music happen, playing there. Yeah. Anytime that does happen, don't you always think, "Oh, here we go. This is a, this is supposed to be a race." Like every time yeah. that happens, that's supposed to be a race scene. I used to do something. Uh, my buddy Q can testify to this. I used to do a thing called street legal racing. Street legal racing. Race. Street legal the, racing. You're, you're sitting. Well, you're sitting at a stoplight next to somebody. Who can get to the speed limit first? Who can get to the next stoplight first? You know, yeah. It's totally street legal. But I'm still racing your bitch ass. Well, except for the fact that they can get you on a little thing called exhibition of acceleration. Yeah, but also what's what makes it great is the person in the other car has no idea that they're involved in the race, and that really helps your chances a lot, honestly. Well, unless it's swapped on. But if you're always on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You got to get up pretty damn early. That's right. If you ain't first, you're last, motherfucker. Uh, I I beat a whole bunch of people from the Anderson to Bluemont changeover. Uh, very few listeners will get that reference, but those that do will go. If you get that hey! reference, let us know, and we'll send you. <laughs> they'll go. Hey! And that's what they'll get because that's <laughs> all it's worth. Anyway, so that's the end of brawl. And cell block ninety nine. Let's have some thoughts. Go around our horny horn here, Los. Well, this movie, uh, it it kept me interested for the whole movie, pretty much. But pretty much, I, it, it was it was maybe about a half an hour, maybe forty five minutes too long. Forty five too long. Maybe forty five minutes too long because, especially, it took about an hour and fifteen minutes before we even got into a sweet ass arm break, and I love that kind of stuff. I thought the the plot was very interesting. It's not a hero kind of flick where the hero lives and it's happy. Anti-hero, very yeah, much anti-hero. Yeah, very anti-hero, no happy ever after. Um, I, it's a good movie. Would I rewatch this? I don't think so. So yeah. it gets no rewatch for me. Like, what did I say with Bone Tomahawk? I said no rewatch on that. No, too. you rewatch. You you said you'd rewatch Bone Tomahawk. Without that was really? a, that was a three way. That was like the first three rewatch we'd had in a while at that point. Yeah. You know, at least it was a, a sort of so it's fun it's, genre. it's a good movie, but you don't have any reason to rewatch it. It's not like funny or entertaining in a way. It's just because the twist that's in there um, sort of makes the whole movie. Like, mm-hmm. why does he go to maximum security in the first place? Is oh, he got set up? Uh, they just wanted to fucking kill him. Uh, okay, well. What's the point of rewatching this? And yeah, it's yeah. N- Bone Tomahawk. At least I can't even remember what the plot is anymore. I would rewatch just basically there we go. All on right. my on my rewatch, but right. no rewatchability. So for me. it's not bad. Absolutely it's not. Not bad. It's just one and done. Hey, you're asking me if I want to rewatch it. I said no, thank you. All right, all right, all right, Brandon. Um. Yeah, so this movie, I got a few, I got a few problems with it. Oh shit! Oh overall, shit! He's he's pulled his notes out. Yeah. Oh fuck! Overall, <laughs> it's a good story. I, I get it. Yeah. It was it was very entertaining. I get it. Bone Tomahawk, same thing. Very entertaining. 
However, uh oh, uh, who? What's the guy's name? S. Craig Zoller. Yeah. Look, man, you got to tone it down with the graphic <laughs> bone breaks. All right, I can only take like seven in a movie. All right. There's a limit, buddy. So, so bring that down because th- they lose their shock value. As much as I hate to see that stuff, when I when I can foresee it coming and be like, oh nope. And uh, then you know what movie only it. had one that was super effective? Bloodsport. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then the fact what that it fact. takes like an hour and ten minutes to really start to build on the synopsis of the movie itself. We, we, like all that stuff in the first hour is like okay. How much of this is relevant to the main story? Not a whole, like the the meeting of Denise, all that could have gone fucking without. Like all of this just, just bullshit in it. Yeah, you said it was, Losey said it was 45 minutes too long. Yeah. I'd say is an hour and 10 minutes too Damn. long. Damn. Like it's two hours and 12 fucking minutes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Come on. No, it's not real. No. It was Damn. good. I'm glad I watched it. It was very entertaining. But there's nothing that draws me back to watch it. All right. Well, like the the scene with Denise, uh, that, I mean, that was set up to why is he meeting this guy? Like, what is the thing of him meeting the guy? Like, it could have been done in other ways. It could have. It definitely could have. Def- like, I get what why they were, you know, he's he's always lived on the outskirts of being on the, the bad side. I just feel like it could have been portrayed a lot. Better, more, yeah. We don't need all. We don't need so many times of him sitting at a stoplight for no fucking reason. Yeah. Um. I get that. I get that. Uh. I just like how this one. I think more than Bone Tomahawk does, but this one is like, like the slow, intense thing where you think it's like a character study, or it's a, you know, because you have emotional scenes where he confronts her about the affair, sure, and you have this, and it's it's a character, and then it just. Full 180s and goes into bone break face scrapage realm. Yeah. Which I have never seen a movie do the face scrape off move ever before. That's the first time. But uh, I like, I I don't know. I, I enjoy how he sets it. And I think that's him fucking with you. Like, this is going to be a character study and it's a dramatic thing. And you're just, okay, I'm following this guy. And then when the shit hits the fan, you're like, wait, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's so a it's, good movie. It's not about the it's not about how long it takes to get to this crazy shit necessarily. Uh yes, you're right. It is it is it is a good movie, but it's not like I feel with this one, even though I own it, I'm gonna go with what Brandon did on Bloodsport. Would I just casually rewatch it? No, but if someone goes, hey, we're going to put this on, well, fuck yeah, I'll watch okay, that. Well, that's, yeah, I would do the same thing. I'm not going to be yeah. like, oh, no, fuck that. Oh, no, let's watch that movie. I would totally be behind it, but yeah. if you ask me to rewatch it again, no. Yeah, it's not like, it's not like, for not me, for me, Bloodsport, <laughs> fuck, I got nothing to do for a bit. I'm putting Bloodsport on. Yeah, what, I just finished Bloodsport. What am I going to do? I'm going to watch Bloodsport again or whatever, but this is like, if we're somewhere in like, Hey, we're hanging out. We're gonna put this movie on. Fuck yeah, I'd, I I would watch it if it was on. But would I just be like, "Hey guys, let's watch Brawl and Cell Block yeah. 99. You know, like yeah, I, would I wouldn't just casually bring it up for a rewatch. I wouldn't contest it, but it definitely would not be my first right, seventeen right. choices. So it's it's not rewatch, but with an asterisk all the way around. 
Well, that's right. Like that's what the room the, would be the, rated, like the the home run record that has the asterisk <laughs> because right? of steroids. Yeah, like wait, but but, but yeah. there's a few movies where if somebody suggested it, I would I would contest that and be like, no, we yeah. are not watching Birds that. of Prey, Borat. Yes, yes. I would this totally one, watch Borat. Yeah, I totally wouldn't suggest it. But if somebody said it, be like, yeah, yeah I, mean, fuck I got yeah. nothing against it. I, like I said, it was good. It was entertaining, which is, is I mean, good. I think that's it what we good. all look it is for in a movie. Super intense. Yeah, but it's a heavy fucking that movie. That first hour, hour ten, where there's yeah, just but nothing. It, but I do think that he did right, and he got a performance out of Vince Vaughn that's not dodgeball and not Wedding Crashers. And it, I, I think I spent that entire time going, "Holy shit, Vince Vaughn can yeah. act!" It was weird seeing you know? that side of it. Yeah. But then after you've seen that. Then maybe the second time it doesn't hold as much water because you know, but just I feel that the the first half of the movie you're just like holy fuck Vince Vaughn's acting like you you are drawn in like it is effective it is good uh, it's not like something you're just gonna throw on while you vacuum or do yeah. dishes or whatever it's definitely not like something you just you know what yeah fuck it let's let's throw on Brawl and Cell Block ninety nine and fucking eat a pie. <laughs> or whatever, but good movie all around. So we well, all agree say, on not agreeing or well, watch yes. or not rewatching. Or- but with the caveat that it, this is absolutely rewatchable, it's totally rewatchable. Would I rewatch it? No, right. Like with the room, I wouldn't rewatch it on my own. But you guys want to watch right. the room? If I'm we're totally having down. drinks, yeah. Fuck and and it, I think a big part of it is: is there a person there who has not seen it? Yeah, like the room. If we're sitting around having drinks and someone goes, I have not seen The Room, That's we're dropping everything and we're re-watching The Room. Now, am I going to hang out and be like, man, I feel like watching The Room? No, Never. not at all, ever. Same with this. If we're sitting around and someone's like, oh, I haven't ever seen that. Well, guess what, buddy? Because you want to show them uh, all here the, come, the Here come breaks. the little fucking hooks from... Clockwork. Clockwork Orange. You're watching this fucking thing. You right? A hundred percent. All right, cool. That's what this gets. A zero rewatch, but totally group But total rewatch, somehow. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. So whoever's running our Wikipedia page that keeps track of all this shit, good luck categorizing that. It's a zero and a three at the same time. That's right. That Fucking suck it. Uh, anyway, so if you like what you heard, you know, uh, let us know. You can find us on Twitter. At the uh, at rewatch underscore the, or you can email us. Tell us what you thought about this movie or any other movie we've talked about. You can email us the rewatch party at gmail.com. Join us next week when we see what if. What if is a big thing in comic books because they love doing the what if series of in comics. It's like Futurama, the what if machine. That's right, what the what if. if machine. What if Superman what if? fought the Hulk? What if this happened? What if? So here we go. What if Superman was a real hormonal asshole teenage kid in bright burn? Until then, I'm Nick with Lawson Brandon, and thanks for rewatching.
Whatever you've done, I know there is good inside you. Yes. <laughs> 